episode seven of the Dad Pod Sports Podcast. Uh, this is Kevin. On the other end, we got Artie and John. Uh, Merry Christmas, gents. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry, 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 Merry Christmas. Did you guys enjoy it? Have a good holiday with the fam? Once I got home from work, it was a good time. <laughs> we uh, we we host we hosted um, our first Christmas Eve. It was a uh, so it was a rousing success, according to everybody that was there. Um, so it was a good time. It was busy, and then Christmas Day, I literally didn't get up off the couch for twelve hours, and uh, that was great. So as as you should as, as it should be. You know, I feel like more and more like Christmas Eve is should be the big hol- big celebration, and Christmas Day is just like the chill with the immediate you know household family. Yes, coming from a Latin family, the twenty fourth is the day. 24th is a day, and then 25th is just coming from a very Italian dinner. family that is the same. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we always did something both days, and it was just like, ugh. We did two as a kid. When I was a kid, we did, but like it was too much. The 25th was always like, uh, I'm hungover. <laughs> See, when, like, yeah. the 20, when, when Christmas is on a Sunday, it's like, all right, we need to just chill out today. Yeah. Yep. Right. Uh, to our uh, Jewish listeners, if they have any. Uh, happy happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah, uh, happy Kwanzaa, yes. all that good stuff. Um, but we'll get happy Festivus, it. don't forget. Festivus yes. for the rest of us, that's that's true. Uh, that's right, yeah. For for the other New Yorkers in there, Festivus for the rest of us, uh, and the airing grievances, don't forget the, the you yeah, know what? Always... The, that that's our that's our episode title this week. Uh, that's right, the airing of grievances. The airing of, we have many grievances, yeah, there are grievances many grievances here. So uh, let's get into it, boys. We got uh, Major League Baseball news. They'll, they'll be quick and dirty. Uh, and then we have a lot of NFL recap and news and tidbits to get to. But uh, MLB first, it looks like we got Michael Conforto, ex-Met Michael Conforto, going to the San Francisco Giants. Uh, two years with an opt-out after the first year. Thought I believe it was... I believe it was thirty-six million. Yeah, something like that. So Somewhere is this that, is yeah. this one of those deals where it's like if you suck, trade me because I I'll be a rental. It's it's one of those things where yeah. yes, it's either if I'm really okay. good, you can trade me. If I'm really good, I can opt out, and if I'm really bad, I can stay opted in, and it's not a monetarily prohibitive contract for the Giants. Yeah, it it just also makes me laugh because uh, Farhan Zahidi was like, "I'm not going to sign Carlos Correa because of his impending his ankle, back, ankle, I don't know, whatever yeah, the problem ankle, is, whatever, we'll whatever it is." But his myriad of injury history, and then he goes and signs Michael Conforto. Michael yeah, literally with, with an injury, with an injury who's where his shoulder can pop out at any given moment. Right. I like. I think I said the hypocrisy it is thread. silly. Yeah. It. It's hanging on with duct tape, a little bit of Elmer's glue, and a bazooka gum. A bazooka well, I'll never, forget, gum. I'll never forget when the injury actually happened the first time. Literally swinging the bat in an at bat, and it looked like he got shot. Like, and he was done for the year after that. Well, supposedly he re-aggravated it diving into a pool at a bachelor awesome. party. How do you right? do awesome. that? You hit the wall. Alcohol. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's tons correct. of alcohol. Blame it on the alka alka alcohol. You know, tons of Bacardi 151. But uh, we alluded to it. Uh, 
Carlos Correa, after all the excitement and all the bluster of last week, he's still not a Met. So fuck no. you, right? Yeah, I mean, this is one of those things sure. where, like, well, the giant. Well, the, the the rumor was where all oh, the Giants got cold feet. And they used this as an excuse to back out of their deal. And then the physical came up with the Mets and the same issue came up. And now people are saying, well, the Giants didn't necessarily have cold feet. They had legitimate concerns and the Mets were willing to give him a contract. And now the Mets see, see what they saw and they're like, well, maybe there was something to this. You know, yeah, it's, supposed- it's, not un- it's not unreasonable that they're right. cautious at this point. And from I'm what sure- I've heard and read up on this seemingly after that whole injury in 2014 in the ankle, he had a metal plate installed in that yes. ankle. Yes. Yeah. Uh, from what people are saying, and those who have done far more due diligence than me or any of us, any of us pretty much put time into it. Supposedly last season, uh, he slid into it was either third or second, and upon sliding into it, he felt a vibration in that ankle. And that vibration called him to lose feeling and experience numbness in that ankle for a good, like, two or three weeks afterwards. Uh, Going forward, people are now saying, well, if he slides into a base again and he vibrates this piece of vibranium or whatever the hell, uh, he's gotten his win. If it was vibranium, he probably would have rockets attached to his ankles. Yeah, I mean, at one point he did, and his sprint speed has gone down by three miles an hour, four miles an hour since 2018. So you can all say that, but whatever he's got in his ankle uh, is no bueno, boss, because it's it's starting to affect him. Yeah, Yeah, so. so I think it's one of those things where, like, you know, this year you're probably fine, next year you're probably fine, but four or five years from now into that contract, you're probably going to have a serious problem. So that's what everyone's kind of, you know, holding their breath on. Supposedly other teams are back in the mix now, though? Yeah, supposedly they're they're back in the mix. They're willing to make a deal, you know, probably a shorter term. You're probably going to see like a five or six year deal. You know, supposedly, and I read a thing, but, you know, I only read one article about this. But so, like, you know, how true could it be? He's not, he doesn't want to renegotiate with the Mets, but he wants to make it work with the Mets. I don't know. Whatever that means. That just basically means I want the same amount of money, but I'll, you know, I don't care. Right. It's not about the years. It's it's about the money. It's, you know, like, it's just... What what am I supposed to do? Maybe $56 million a year, like over eight years. Like, all right. Yeah, exactly. So like, I don't know. Whatever. I, I just I think it'll get done. I think once maybe this week, you know, I feel like the Christmas New Year's week, that in between week is just like limbo for everybody except Arthur because, you know, whatever. But, you know, <laughs> um, I have to work like unlike some people. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I got to work. I, no, I got to work, too. But you know what I'm saying? No, inside no. joke, folks. Inside joke. Inside um, baseball. Yeah, it's a little too inside baseball for the three of us. Um, no, but I think it'll work out. <laughs> I think it'll work. I think it'll work itself out. Um, you know, we'll see. You know, because if listen, if the Mets don't get them, they still had a good off season. But you know, it'll, it'll be it'll, interesting if they don't get them. It'll be it'll be interesting what we talk about and what the story is if they don't if it doesn't happen. I mean, does he end up in Minnesota? Like, is there a possibility? That he's back in Minnesota I don't know. At this point? 
I don't know. That's going to be kind of interesting to see. I really don't know because like, yeah, because didn't the twins offer him a, offer him something competitive relatively? They offered him something, it was something like eight years it, and like 215 and he, he turned it I down. I thought it was 10280, I thought. 10280, 10280, you're absolutely right. It was 10280. So, all right. So that's relatively competitive to what the Mets are offering. What was it? 312 for, for 12 or 315 for 12 or something like that? Yes. So, so that's relatively know, competitive. How how did Minnesota not like have any issues with this ankle though? Because were they well, just the deal desperate? that they gave them? I guess I don't know the deal. I'm sure they probably did, and they're like, they said, "Well, we'll take him for you know X number of years, and that's no big deal." And that's you know the likely the statistical likeliness of it acting up in that time period was lower, and they said, "Screw it, who cares?" Yeah, so I don't know. We'll is see. What's going to blow off though? Like is. <laughs> No, I the problem most we're at a non-zero chance of his foot falling off next year. Right, it's like, just a matter of when. And the most, my guess is that from a medical standpoint, he'll be fine for four or five years, and then the risk starts to really increase just because of the age of the plate. And he he'll have to have corrective surgery and put it in again, and then rehab and not have an off season, and right. he'll be older. And will it will I mean, but will the medical technology get better? And well, you know, we don't know these things. You know, we assume. I wonder, I do wonder if he has degenerative arthritis in that ankle. I'm sure he does. And that's what we're not being made privy to. I think that's probably a, good, a, a thing that's probably maybe compounding this. You know, the injury with the plate and screws and then maybe some arthritis in there. You know, it's possible. It or, really or is possible. Damage, for all we know, like how much right. feeling does he really have in that foot? Fair enough. Fair enough. You don't know. And so... That aside, talking about infielders, we got Jean Segura leaving and uh, signing for a two-year deal with the Miami Marlins. I don't hate it. I, it's I don't hate it's a good I don't deal. hate it. I, it's a it's steal a really if you ask deal. me. Yeah, the fucking steal. I would have thought he was going to get three or four years. You know, ten million a year. I thought I I think that's a steal, but I think maybe people got got a little. I think the the market for him shrunk very fast and. He took what he and I think he thought he was going to get more, and he probably is getting. He's getting scraps now in Miami. Like, cool, right? I mean, I think that's what happened. He's in a division that he knows, though. You know, like he is. He's in a division that you know. He's you know. He's just got to move houses. He doesn't have to change. Uh, what do you call it? He doesn't have to do much research on you know division opponents. He's still right, right, right. there. It's you know it's it's Bryce Harper going to the to the Phillies from the Nationals. Like right, yeah, it's it, it's a plane ride. Like that that's really all it is. But it's I a mean, good move. This is a good move for the money and the length. It's a it's a good good depth move. This is this is one of those moves that if your team did, if you forget the Mets or the Yankees, whatever, be like, oh yeah, all right, Chinsy is a pretty yeah, good no, player. Yeah, no, it's it's an addition. It makes them more competitive and. You know, does if the question now becomes who's the fifth place team in the NL East? It's probably still the Nationals. It's probably still the Nationals, yeah. Probably but still the, the Nationals, Nationals. The Marlins probably the in fourth. Better, but not much. And, and not I'm much. sorry, yeah, no, I, I know in Miami, but yeah, that that team's going nowhere fast. So like, I apologize to my boys out in Miami, but mm-hmm. that's not gonna. Apologies. Deep, deep You're not apologies. sorry. You're being honest. Don't be sorry. Exactly. Uh, it, it's not like they go to the fucking games anyway. So well, fair wow. enough. Wow. Well, that's true. Um, you get a ticket next... for eight bucks. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I so wish I, I wish 
when I was in college, I used to go to Oriole games, $5 student section tickets. And Camden Yards is so great that that's a great ball. It was the first row of the upper deck. Like, you know, it was all the way in like in left field, you know, almost the, yeah, the, the so last what? two sections. But it was great. So, it was fucking so awesome. We saw Red Sox. You're, in the, saw you're in the ballpark for five bucks. Yeah. Red Sox. Exactly. We saw the Sox. We saw the Yankees. And it was well, any game. Didn't matter. Friday night, five bucks. It was great. That's a hell of a deal. Sign me up. Talking about the Sox. Kluber Talking about the Sox. To, to the Red Sox. One year at 10. Option for second year at 11. I, I think he's done. If you ask me, I think he's. I think he said he's. This is going to be. This this is one of those. This is probably one of those. Yeah, prove it deals, and also, we're signing you for some depth. We're not really relying on you here. Is it a player option or a team option? Uh, that I don't know. Because if it's a team option, that tells you all you need to know. Yeah. Oh, let me. Club option. Club option. Hey, hey, Yikes. So, so this is one of those things where he'll probably, if he doesn't do well, they'll either they'll DFA him, yeah. cut or trade him, you know, at the deadline for you know a player to be named later or whatever, and just let it go. And if he pitches well, all right, we'll pick up your option. He's thirty six. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Surely though, like Chris Dale, James Paxton, and Corey Kluber, you're you, you're thinking you get 180 innings out of him, right? Like, no, well, you got to see. What, yeah, I, I don't know if I trust Chris Sale. He pitched now, 180 Kluber, between the three of them. Sure, Kluber had so Kluber oh. had what do you call it? Let's see. I think the over last year that. he had last year he had 164, right? 139 strikeouts in 164 innings. Right. His strikeout to walk ratio was second best in the AL. Now it's only 164 innings, but you know what? You know. So yeah, so let, let, let's say Chris Sale gets forty-five, Paxton gets thirty-five, Kluber gets hundred and five. That's one eighty-five right there. You're 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 good. You're golden. Right. I mean, I let's mean, see. They. I'm trying to think. Just Boston in general, like what this move actually means for them. They, I mean, Boston's kind of redone their bullpen. They signed Kenley Jansen, Chris Martin, and Joely Rodriguez, and then they brought in, they brought in Justin Turner. They signed that Japanese outfielder Yoshida right. for ninety mil. I don't know. Is, is this just to be, you know, just like how Arthur said, who's right? Is this like how Arthur said, who's the fifth? Who's the fifth best team? <laughs> who's the fifth place team in the right? And at least like, like, is this for them to be in third place? I feel like in two thousand seventeen, like they would have had the best rotation in baseball in two thousand probably. In yeah, 2023, yeah, that's, guess how? Guess what? Work. That's going to be six years ago. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that doesn't fucking work anymore. Like, well, like, well, that's the thing. In it, the, here's the article I'm reading. The last paragraph in his prime from 14 to 18, Kluber was among the best pitchers in baseball with two Cy Youngs. Um, then he got traded, and then he went to the Yankees in 21, and then he, he went. He to, was kind of meh on the Yankees two years ago, like. He did get that no hitter, but yeah, you're right. He he was mad. outside he got, of that. I mean, listen. He also awesome. got hurt. He was also hurt. That's fair. I mean, segue. I'm learning, guys. Uh, oh no, he's learning. Yeah, I would have kept Nate Ovaldi if I was the Red Sox, and I would not have spent the money on. I I, yeah. I want the Red Sox are fucking cheap, man. Like. They are well, they're pinching try- pennies. Well, they're trying to do the Tampa Bay model with Heim Bloom as the why? GM. 
You don't have to. Because they want to. Because, Arthur, let me ask you a question. If you had a billion dollars and I said, listen, we could spend, we could be gay players just as good as the Astros, but not spend $300 million, we can spend $80 million. Wouldn't you do it? Yeah. But I'd so also, but like, I'd also say I need a competitive product on the field. Oh, well, and if you can't but, field me a competitive 88 win team, then spend 125. Here's, here's what here's what I'm going to here, say. Here's the argument, though. Here's, there's only uh, one Tampa Bay Rays. That's right. it. And I don't know what the deal is with that and how they do it, because no matter what executive they bring in, somehow it works. And it's the, the argument to that the argument the flip side and I'll play devil's advocate here you are saying I need to put a competitive team on the field in order to make revenue correct historically the Boston Red Sox have not had to fucking do that if you look at right I think they had a streak of sellouts for 10 years right if you look at the pre-Nomar years when Tim fucking Naring and Trot Nixon were the big names on the Red Sox. When those guys and and freaking John Valentine at second base were your big big name dudes. Like when that was your Red Sox and you were still selling out Fenway with its shitty sight lines and its overpriced beer. Like when that Fenway (laughs) was still selling out and this was pre-pink hat beige christian girl like going to the see the games like at this point no like that that's the reality of it like they're gonna sell out regardless if i mean i just i I, they're not they're not the fucking pittsburgh pirates you know that's no but that's the thing that gets me just like like what kevin just said so i looked i just looked it up they had a sellout streak of 794 regular season games 820 if you include the postseason between May 15th of 2003 and uh, I want to say it was April 9th or 10th of 2013. It had a 10-year streak. Damn. Yeah. 10-year streak of sellouts. And like he said, that's the Nomar Garcia-Pari years. And, uh, you know, of course they had the World Series runs in there. But they don't need to, you know... You, it's a draw. It's a we, tourist attraction. Right. You know how we talk about a brand? The, yeah, they're, talk yeah, they're about a, brand. a brand. The Red Sox are a brand. Right, because they have Jimmy Fallon the, made them a brand. Right. Jesus they have that bar. Was the, the, the cask yeah. and flag and bar outside, the monster seats, right. uh, the street. But what's the street behind the green monster? I know our Boston Lansdowne fans are street. street. Yeah. Right. Lansdowne Street, the whole thing. The whole area is like get it. I know. dedicated it's, it's, they to live, the whole breathe, thing. Eat, they live eat and breathe socks and right it's socks nation it's it's not and because like the whole thing it's not it's a religion it's, it's the religion right, it's, it's a religion it's, i get it it's what is it five or six states up there like it's a whole thing right you know no, i get it and i'm just my point is is that like they don't have to i mean yes they're guaranteed a revenue stream of of fans the problem is is that and maybe this is me getting into like the business of baseball but like in today's market all sports you don't need to look for who goes to the stadium anymore to watch the games or the arena because that part of a team's revenue is so it's not minuscule it's not nothing but it's not 
it's not what pays the bills anymore. It's it's what pays the electric bill for the the stadium nowadays, and what pays the people. Like that's all it does. Oh, no, we're, we're, no, the the, the money maker is the TV deals, and in baseball, right. it's the advanced media deal. Right, and so ultimately, my my point is that ultimately. The, having a loyal fan base that goes to your, your stadium is yes, there is a correlation that if you're so bad that nobody's going to watch. So they the TV deals aren't going to come in. You know, if nobody's going to the stadium, nobody's watching at home. And if nobody's watching at home and there's no ratings, then the TV deals are going to, are you're not going to get that money? I get right. it. But to me, the business of baseball is like, they really should just care about putting a, it's about an entertainment product that we keep talking about with like the Yankees as a brand. They have to be good enough to be watchable and to, to they can't they can't operate they don't need to operate this way because the money they're getting from from the you know from the, the TV deal money is so far and away more than what Tampa Bay gets that they there's they're still profitable even if they put 150 million dollar payroll together. Oh, I totally and agree. That's with the you. problem. Like, that's what I don't understand. I mean, listen, they want to be greedy owners. They're greedy owners. Fine. Like, whatever. Like, if that's the way they're going to operate, but they didn't for a while and now they are. And I just, I don't, I don't get the philosophy shift. You know, the, they were sold a bag of goods. Like, all right. I mean, it's not working. It's all like two, three years in. It's not working. I don't know how much longer they're going to put up with Hot Bloom. I also hate to, I mean, probably not much longer, but I also hate to say this too. What was the appeal of the Red Sox? Underdog status. The curse of the Bambino. Right. Not winning a World Series for 500 years. It's over. Yeah, that ship sailed. And 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 they've won, what, four World Series? Three, four, yeah. Oh, four, oh, seven, 12, and what, 18? Yeah, four. That's four. So, you know, the mystique of like, oh, well, you know, they're just the lovable, well, that's the Cubs, the lovable losers. But, you know, like, you know what I'm talking about. No, granted. They're not, you know, they're not the underdog anymore. They, Not that they're, you know, some world beaters or whatever, but the year that they won the World Series in 18, like, they were probably top to bottom from start to finish, the best team in baseball. They, they took the, L- the Dodgers that year. They, yeah, took the L- they took the AL East and just ran, ran away and hid with it. Yeah. You know, true. Yeah, they're uh, they're I mean, they're more of a dynasty, like the Astros and the Dodgers, and you know they're at that echelon now. They're the, they're on the other side also, of the table. I think there's also something to be said for the fact that John Henry is trying to sell the team. So is, is he? So he's trying to. Yeah, yeah. I think, and yeah. so he's trying to make it profitable. So, I guess right. So there's something to be said for yeah. trying to cut your spending and trying to reduce the money that you're putting into it if you're preparing for sale. And if you're preparing for sale, right. you're not going right. to, like, yeah. There, there's something that makes sense. That. That, that does make sense. The problem is with that philosophy is, the only problem I have with that philosophy is that the only people that are buying sports franchises are not ones that, I, that comes more from John Henry's perspective, that he just, he's hoarding his money at this point, so he must not right. be doing well. Um, the people that buy sports franchises are going to give you the value, the Forbes valuation. Like they're going to buy it for what it's worth, and they, you know, they know. Right. So, like that's what when Steve Cohen bought the Mets, it was at two point four billion. Like that's pretty much what they were worth. Right, and so like you know, ultimately, you it hand over fist, and that was really it. Like if you don't put money into it, you're gonna you're shooting yourself in the foot as an owner because then you're. It's not that it loses value, but it's de, It's you're not gaining the value. 
month to month, year to quarter to quarter, year to year that sure. you could be. So th- that's my point, and that that's well, the thing it, I don't get. It never it, it doesn't seems, really it make seems, sense. It seems like he's trying to get out of sports in general. He's also trying to sell Liverpool as we see. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he owns Liverpool. How... He does. Uh, yes, he does. Holy Fenway. shit! Yeah. So he's trying to. So he's trying to get out of everything. Yes. Yes, slowly but surely starting to divest from everything and get Fenway Sports Group out of all sorts of sports holdings. Which is which is amazing because they've only been involved for seven years with Liverpool. Six, seven years. So, yeah. With them. It's That's weird. But he's weird. trying to divest real quick. So there's something to be said for it, whether Some, or not. Something that went on it. with his other business affairs because they're, you know, like everybody else, they're in real estate. They're, you know, right. they're in commercial real estate and something. They, they must have. Had bad the deals. Rumor, the rumor is is that he has a lot of commercial real estate, and he got affected big time by the pandemic, and people not returning to work, and closures, and people so he's not dealing with them, people, them, them, people buildings, rent. And, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Okay. So moving back uh, to our little rundown here, we have covered baseball and now it's the fun part where we go down to our air angle grievances uh yeah. nfl and, recap and it, boys and it just so happens we get to start with the jets from thursday night football <laughs> yeah. of course we do you know i i went through a whole holiday since then and um i felt really good about i felt really good about my life since last thursday things things looked up until now, and to be reminded, <laughs> now yeah, I had to get well, kicked yeah. kicked in the face again. The ghost um, of Christmas past came. So 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 Thursday at late season Thursday night primetime games for the Jets are just never, really bad. They're just good. bad. The butt fumble, if you all recall. Well, that was Thanksgiving Day. That was th- was that Thanksgiving? <laughs> that was well, Thanksgiving. no. That was the night. That was the Thanksgiving. The the night game on Thanksgiving. The night game on Thanksgiving, and yeah, the gift that keeps on giving. Late late season night Thursday night games. Um. Yeah, I mean Zach deserved to get benched. If you ask me, although it was a slot. but it was, it was only a... supposed to be for four plays. Yeah, I don't buy that. I I do I buy yeah. that. I buy the fact that he thought that what before he did it and three sec one play and he goes, Nope, <laughs> this is better than that like this is better than anything we've seen all night. Fuck it. Let's let's just ride him out for the rest of the night. You know, and the decision to keep Streveler in there was that was it for the rest of the night. You know it's gotten bad when you're watching a six o'clock news tonight and their sports guy on the local six o'clock news has gone. Jets fans have seen enough of Zach Wilson, and enough means we don't ever want to see him again. Pretty much, right, right. Now I said to I for some of the last couple of weeks I've been calling Arthur on my way home from work on Friday nights because I'm always stuck in traffic, and I call it our Friday night conference call, and that's right. I said to him, I finally came over to. The Zach Wilson has to go, not for the necessarily all the same reasons, but he's been benched now twice. Once he's, you get benched shot. twice, it's done. You're done. Whether whether that's fair or not, whether you have the skills or not, whether you have the potential or not, once you see the bench twice, especially like mid-game, like it's one thing you finish the game and then like you come out and the coach comes out like, all right, listen, next week, 
uh, Strebler's the fucking quarterback, whatever. Okay, fine. So terrible. But like, literally benched what at fucking halftime? Not even third quarter. Third guy. Right, so it was right after halftime. Like, come on. Well, you, you're benched mid game for basically the, a poor man's Tim Tebow, and he looked better <laughs> than what you saw all game. He looked so, good. He looked good for a drive, and then they were like, "Oh, we have a running quarterback." And they right. I mean, listen, he, missed that, he missed that wide open throw to the tight. To what was it? Uh, not Con- Conklin. Not uh, no, it was to um. Oh my god! One of the tight ends. It was some. You know who I'm talking. You yes. know what I'm. You know what play I'm talking about. <laughs> he was, underthrew uh, him. The guy fell down. If he would no, it was Conklin. Stride, it was Tyler Conklin. It wasn't. It was Uzama. Conklin. It wasn't so so like if he hits him in stride, that's a touchdown. But like, but it just, but the thing is though, the end, like it's, it really is that night to me when I watched that, it was palpable for the first time where when Zach wasn't in there, the team was like, oh, we give a shit now. Like when he's they not in, when hate he hate him, they yeah, must like hate the shit. It's out amazing. Of him. And like this guy just like was drinking beers last week at the bar. Like, you he know, was practice squatting last week. He was elevated day of. You know, and to, uh, listen, to, I'm not to, saying to they he carried would... three quarterbacks on that that game, and like, <sighs> if you're Joe Flacco, you you're like, why am I still here? Like, yeah, that, I think everyone they really should. Like, they should cut Joe Flacco. I know he's not going to. Yeah, he's, he's done. He's done. But but like, it's just that was the first time I saw. I was like, wow, they really fucking hate Zach. They, they really do. do. No, they, they do. They it was palpable him. how much harder they played for Strevler. And listen, if it wasn't for the fact of where they were in the game, like he would have put points on the board. Like he most likely would have put, if he had a whole game under him, he probably would have put a cut. Like, you know, he probably would have scored 13 points, 14 points, you know, not, not nothing great, but he probably could have, he would have yeah, done better than Bill, Zach. No. Your, your best right. chance to win is Mike White. Absolutely. And that, that's scary. Proven now. And that's it yeah. is a little scary because he's listen. Realistically, like Mike White's a limited quarterback. Like he's, he's not two and two and four as a starter. Let's let's yeah, be and, fair and, here. And let's be fair. He's two and four as a starter. He's he's much more decisive with the ball, and he has the arm talent. But like you know, he there is there's a reason he was drafted where he was drafted, and there's a reason that he was he never cut impressed so many times, cut a bunch of times, and he didn't impress. Like he's lim- I'm sure the ceiling on him is. You know, it is what it is. He's a bit of a gunslinger. He's, you know, not the most accurate with his his throws. Okay. He's got good footwork, but, but can good arm he strength. Win, but can he win you the game this weekend? Yes. Well, I'll put yeah, it to you this can. way. If they, well, we'll get to we'll it get if, to that. In, in the preview, but if they don't, they're out. Right. So, you yeah, know, it's, they, it's they, a they do have or die. to win. They have to not lose another. They, Listen, they, they are they, too they, talented they, to lose six games, five games, whatever the fuck it is at this point in a row. You know, they're too talented to be, you know, even with Mike, Mike White, a quarterback, even with bruised ribs, and I'm sure he's going to be fucking feeling it. You know, he's, he's the best, he's the best option they have. Is it good enough to win games? Yeah, but you know, they couldn't beat Detroit and they should have. And, you know, although, to, you know, we'll get to them too, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard. I it's, mean, it's so hard because I think if they started the season 
if you started the season in training camp with Mike White as your quarterback and Zach Wilson wasn't a factor and the offense was built more around him and he had way more reps and more practice time and was the starter and was playing with the starters and was had all the game experience. We'd probably have two more wins. We'd have the Jets would be looking at two more wins, no doubt. Like I, I can guarantee they'd have at least one more win if not two. And maybe even three. You know, they'd win a game against the Pats, maybe both. And they beat a team like they maybe they beat the Lions, you know, who knows? And you're looking at, you know, so the fact is, is like they, then they're squid, then they're fighting for the division and they've secured a wild card spot already at this point. And we're looking at the, a vastly different team. We're looking at a team that's more akin to like, uh, I don't want to say like obviously the Chiefs or the Bills, but like maybe a team like. The, the Cowboys, like we'd be looking like, oh, they're like they're secure in their playoff spot. They're going to the playoffs. Yeah, they're Maybe. not going to win their division, but like they're good. They're a good team. That's my comparison at this point. So fucking couldn't beat Jacksonville, you know, surprise, nope. you know, that they, they stay hot. You know, Jacksonville stays hot and, you know, but they're, they didn't play a good leading. game. And I don't think they, you know, that shows to me they're not ready for the next step, but whatever. They didn't play a good game, but they seem, but Trevor Lawrence seems to be playing better and seems to be getting the job done when it matters because right. now they're, they're tied for, well, not tied, they're in the lead for the division by virtue of tiebreaker be, over the Titans because they keep winning and the Titans keep losing, which we'll get to in a couple of games. But like, it's just that, you know, they the, the Jets ran into a hotter team. They had a chance to win the. I wouldn't say had a chance to win this game because it felt like they never did, but they came into a game with opportunity with opportunity and they blew it. Right. Defense hasn't looked good for the Jets either. I saw a stat today, something like the Jets in the first twelve weeks of the season were like the third or fourth most efficient defense, and now they're like the twenty second since week thirteen. Um, right. Some of that has to do with the very fucking instate in like huge instability a quarterback. Um, some of it has to do with the fact that they've played a lot of like high scoring offensive teams, you know, since yeah. since week thirteen, you know, their their schedule has gotten much, much harder. Like, you know, they're playing, you know, outside of the 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 fact of who they play in the first couple of couple of weeks. They played the Ravens didn't, you know, weren't I wouldn't consider a high scoring team. You know, they played the Browns. That was a high-scoring game. But they played teams like the Steelers and the Packers and the Broncos and the Patriots. They played – those were a lot of their games in the first, you know, first half of the season. So – and the Bears scored 10 points. Right. Think about this. You 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 lost to the Patriots twice, one by virtue of just Dumb dismantling, fuckery. dismantling, and then the other one on a punt return. You know, like, I just – there's two wins right there, and then we're talking about a totally different field, whether Zach's the quarterback or not. And I think that's the problem. Right. There's very winnable games, and they blew it. They beat the Bills first in, in their first meeting, and then they can't. Then they couldn't get out of their own way on that. The other, it's the second game. Yeah. Like, you know, what what team is this? That, bear, did, did that Bears win to... now looks like an anomaly. You know that Bears right. did win. You, did you want them to make the playoffs if they were like this? Like that's the real. That's no, the question. I mean, I, fans are always going to want teams to make the playoffs. 
Like, of course, if, I, you know what I'm gonna saying. Want people, you're just going to want people. You're going to, oh, I'm in a playoff game. Like, it's exciting. Like, anything could happen. The Giants were 9-7 and seven and won the Super Bowl. Like, everyone always dreams that that's going to be my team. No, it, I, I know. It's 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 just one of those things where it's like, like, how good is this team? Like, when we get to the Their Giants. Their defenses I'll, I'll, can be good enough. Their offense has talent and skill positions, but they're very young. I right. think next year with a proven quarterback – with a veteran quarterback, maybe wink, wink, nudge, nudge, little tease for the later on mm-hmm. who they might, you know, they would, they might be, you know, competing for the division legitimately, not by fucking chance, but you know. Yeah. All right. And so before we move on to the Falcons Ravens game, I believe that Artie wanted to make a point. A lot of questions. Yes. yes, I did. I did. Thank you, Kevin. I I had a question that I wanted to have answered, and what what we if you want to put a percentage one way or the other, whether or not Zach Wilson, do we think Zach Wilson was simply just not ready to play in the NFL due to his lack of starts at BYU and his age, and that he was young and he was the youngest you know starting quarterback and blah blah blah, or do we think that he just doesn't have it like the it factor, the talent, you know, the whatever. And, and obviously it's probably a combination of both, but what do you think is the bigger factor and why ultimately now that, I mean, it's pretty much the writings on the wall that like he's done here in New York and he's, he's going to be gone at the end of the year. Uh, I mean, ultimately I think that Zach Wilson did have the talent. Um, I just don't think that talent was developed adequately, if that makes sense. I think that he he stagnated. You know what I mean? Like he had all the intangibles and the raw talent, but the footwork was never there. He never developed the footwork. He never developed the accuracy. He never learned how to properly read his defense. He never learned how to go through his progression. So you can throw the ball sixty yards from midfield, and that's great. But right. did you ever properly learn to become a quarterback? And the answer to that is no. So I think, I think that Mike. Go ahead. go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Finish your thought. I think that Mike White is ahead of him on the development curve as far as being a quarterback. Like, and granted that that's experience and that's years and that's being on multiple different teams and cut right. from multiple different teams and so on and so forth. But at a certain point, it falls on the organization that they didn't get him properly ready and properly prepared to become a starting quarterback in the NFL. And become I, a franchise guy if you're using yeah. a second pick on right. And I also I also think part of the problem is too, and I hate to say, you know, the, he's gonna he needed to be a system quarterback because let's be honest, most quarterbacks are because what what a good coaching staff will do is they draft a play they draft a quarterback and tailor their offense to what the guy is comfortable doing. Right. And I think he's Zach is more think of the combine play or his pro day play where he was off platform, as they say, throwing against his body, hitting a guy wide open for 60 yards. Now, again, it's a pro day. Of course, you're going to highlight his strengths at a pro day, but he's most comfortable from what it seems when he's on the run, scrambling and trying to chuck the ball. Right. That's not the Jets offense. No. And I know I think that's some of the blame goes to LaFleur. To not, right, it's, it's not only not, not developing him, but ta- right, not tailoring. They're not tailoring it to him and what he's comfortable doing, because they want to run right their system. I mean, look now, at what the Ravens did with Lamar in his first couple of years. Look at what 
you know, that was a simple right. playbook. That was a package of plays that they never deviated. There was a lot of bootlegs. There was a lot of, you know, designed runs. There was a lot of that. I, and I'm not saying he's Zach Wilson as Lamar Jackson in terms of talent, but like there was, they were trying to fit him into the Peyton Manning style look, of offense. Look what, and look, what Brian, look at, look across the, look across the locker room or across the hallway in MetLife and look what Dable did with Daniel Jones. They found what right. he's comfortable doing. They rolling rolling out RPO, a lot more right. spread offense and a lot more. They get, they have a mobile, which is what you should have done with, with Zach Wilson. But unfortunately, for whatever reason, they are stuck in the mentality of having right. to be a pocket passer. And the, and and the problem now, passer. and the problem now is we said it, we said it when we previewed the game itself, not that long ago, he's been benched twice. One time, okay, get your head right. Two times, mid and the second time coming mid game or you know just after halftime, the series after halftime, not good. And you've probably seen him take the last this last snap as a starter, which to me is crazy. But it, you know, I guess it kind of makes sense. I, they they don't want. I guess they don't want him, or they're not gonna really invest the time. And I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, as, a, as as just as a post-mortem, like, I think of, of the Zach Wilson era in the, in the Jets organization being over, like, I just, you know, I want to highlight the fact that I think ultimately the Jets have repeatedly failed at developing quarterback talent. I don't think they're, and I think, I don't know why, because you can't compare one GM's era and one, you know, basically one whole organization top down to another complete set. Like I, I don't compare the way this, this era of jets football is to the Rex Ryan era, like, because they're two totally different GMs and front offices and and staff and coaches and whatnot. So I'm just saying like, for some reason, there's this, there's this cloud over the organization that they just can't develop a quarterback in the right way. And they were, they refuse to tailor their offense around them, or they refuse to be honest with themselves. And they've been searching after the ghost of Joe Namath. And, you know, he's not walking through the door to throw in the pass. He'll, he's only calling into a radio no. show. Like at, yeah. at this point, I take the ghost of Boomer. Like, yeah, I take Chad point, Pennington. Ray Lucas. I take Ray, Ray Lucas. Wow. Would you, point. would you really go that far? Okay. Ray Lucas got you a playoff game, didn't he? He did. He sure did. No, I know. I know. It, I listen, think Chad Pennington, he beat Peyton Manning. It's, it's unfortunate. Right. I think that they didn't want – I guess they don't want to admit that they screwed it up because, you know, pride, whatever. But you know what? But I got to give, give the coaching staff credit. I got to give solid credit. Unlike previous administrations, he was like, like no, I'm benching it. this guy. No, I'm benching him he, again. He was I don't care. Yeah, he was willing to put the best possible option oh, if out he's, there. He's coaching for his job because if he right. does it, if they don't get better and he doesn't want to lose the locker room, he has to keep the players respect because that's who he is. And I think that that's that's the way the the world works in the 20, in 2022, that the NFL works. You can't lose the locker room and expect to keep your job and players go, you know, this isn't Jimmy Johnson in the 90s with the Dallas Cowboys where the players may think he's an asshole, but they're like, you know what? He's Jimmy Johnson. But nobody winning. cares. But right. We're, we're winning. winning. And it's like, we're winning. Right. Like nobody cares. Like nowadays, like you got to like the coach, the play, right. the players have to like the coach or the coach loses their job. Forget right. winning. Winning isn't even the like. It's not a cure all anymore, in my opinion. It's not as much of a cure all. Um, so fair enough. So I think that's just. I just was. I, I was curious where you think. What where, where who's to lay blame and what what is the blame for Zach? Is it like I he, I agree. I think he's talented, 
enough to be a successful quarterback in this league, maybe a franchise quarterback, but the Jets are just were not the right spot for him. He, he needed to sit. He needed he needs time to play. He needs to he's probably not going to develop. He needs at least another year of starts before you can really sit there and go, okay, this you know, is probably you know his where Zach goals. Wilson could actually do well. Washington. Washington. He could he could end up being really good on the Washington Commanders. I I maybe. I, I I wouldn't I could see that. Or he could he could probably do well in the Colts. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I mean, they don't have a lot of they don't have a lot of talent though on offense. Like or or the Jets are going to end up fleecing the Las Vegas Raiders. Well, they'll just <laughs> they. I mean, they might. They might. Well, I mean, we'll Josh see. McDan- Supposedly, Josh. Remember this quote: Josh, Josh McDaniel said he could take a high school quarterback and make him a Pro Bowler. So, just going to throw that LOL. out. Well, well, you know what? And the, well, we'll get to it. The Raiders have their own problems, but yeah, you know, it'll be curious. To, it'll be curious to see how how they how, like. Listen, it's the last two games of the season. If the Jets lose this week, they're out. So all discussion really ends about not ends about them, but relevance ends about them. It'll the recaps will be quick because the games won't matter. But the it'll be interesting to see going into this off season, especially as the draft gets closer, if they try and unload him to a team. You know, like the Raiders, like to the like like the Commanders, like you know, who knows what quarterbacks retire, who comes back. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's we'll see. Great. We'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see what happens. So moving on to the slate of games, we have Falcons at the Ravens. Ravens clinched the playoff spot, but I'm still not convinced. No, no I don't. Convinced. I don't think they're not. They're not as they're good not as real. they have, yeah have been in previous years. I guess you could say their their journey to the playoffs, you know, they got to where they needed to get, so now they could take a breather, but they're still fighting for the division, believe it or not. So they are. Um Baltimore defense doesn't allow a touchdown on four red zone trips by the Falcons. I don't know if that's more to say about the defense or that's more to say about uh Desmond Ritter and a lifeless offense. A little bit of both. Yeah. I'd say rookie yeah, quarterback. I Rookie quarterback learning the system, you know, getting comfortable. A team road that's game, really, road game. It's always tough for I rookies. I think Ritter has a shot at being a, a serviceable NFL quarterback, but he needs time. You know what I mean? Like that, oh, that's absolutely. Guy that's gonna be a, a, lot of time. a decent quarterback, but he just got thrown into a mess of a system. They've lost, what, four or five straight now? Four straight. Four, right? four, four straight. You know what, too? And how many times, is, aside from what, last week and the week before, how many first-team reps was he getting? Nothing. Right. You know, he's, run, he's, he's running practice, the scout run, team. He's running so, the scout team, practice squad, yeah. So how much, you know, he'll get first reps. He'll get, you know, OT. If he's going to be their guy moving forward, he'll get first reps in OTA, in, in training camp. You know, he'll get a full full off season of first team reps. And also, you know, you got to see what moves they make, well, who they bring in, what draft picks, you know, the whole thing. So, like I said, the Falcons, eh, whatever. The Ravens, all right, they got their playoff Ravens, spot, but I don't know if they get, who knows what their matchup will be. You know, we we'll we'll see. Things will be a little bit more clear after this week. I feel like let's let's talk in three weeks. Like let's talk exactly. Three weeks to yeah, stay no, exactly. See where we're at. Exactly. Um, Lions at the Panthers. Panthers stay hot, man. That that Panther team it's... has been 
on one. They've been on so a So, like, if, if Arthur could take credit for the 49ers, can I at least get a little bit for the Panthers? No, I'm not I, rooting I, for No, no, take it. I, you're, absolutely. You're it. I, I give you that completely. I give you, you that. On yep. that Panthers I grant that on early. 2D. I'm not rooting for them, like, hard, but, like, because I don't think they're ultimately going to go anywhere. The Niners have a legitimate shot to be a Super Bowl team. Like, but it just seems like every week I thought that after they fired, uh, what's his face? Um, Matt Rule. Matt Rule. Matt Rule. I thought they were dead, honestly. And then they've come out and just, you know, stayed in this race, fought back. I mean, it also helps that the division is garbage. Right. But, you know. But, you know what? Keep pounding. I like whatever. You you can't apologize. Don't apologize who's on your schedule or what division you play in. It is what it is. Big big game this weekend for them. They're playing the Bucks, yeah. and this is they, and listen. This, this is, is a, basically for the division right now. Every season, every game they for won, them they is beat must the Bucks win. Earlier, every right. every game is must win. If the yeah, like, at this it, point, yeah, it well, no, it is. If they don't win, they they're, they're out. out. Yeah, you have right. like they can clinch though with wins at Tampa Bay and New Orleans. Like right. well, they, 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 they also if they if they beat Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay is seven and nine, and they are seven and nine, and they have a tiebreaker, but. They have to win and hope but Tampa Bay loses in week 18. So, But I feel like the Panthers have figured it out, though. They figured out the method to the madness and their their recipe for success. Even after trading the, CMC. Feed like, the ball to, De- to Dante Foreman. Feed the ball to Chubba Hubbard. And everybody get out of the way. Essentially, like, what? He no, had yeah. 165 yeah. yards running? And 165. Hubbard, they almost set a team, they set a team record with, with offense. Almost 600 yards. Which so, is insane. <laughs> just like they, wait, they figured it out. Like as as far as like the mechanism for winning, it's they're gonna pound you. They're gonna run it down your throat, and they're. I mean, get behind them. Like to just get behind right, the offensive no, line it's and no run se- your It's ass no off. secret what it's no secret what they're trying to do, what they're gonna do. So, and they're they're not shy about it, and it seems to be working so far. And honestly, they have a good shot to beat the Bucks because the Bucks aren't that good. So did you did you see JC Horn is is out? Um, Did you see they signed Josh Norman though? Yeah, I was just about to say they signed Josh Norman from the street. Oh wow! Okay, Josh Norman was running and operating a coffee shop in Atlanta. Interesting. And they they got a call on Saturday. Coffee shop to come back and play uh, the last two weeks. I mean. Well, there you go. How how fit is Josh Norman though? Like that that's the yeah, he'll play twenty plays. He'll play thirty plays. God bless him. God bless I, I'm him. rooting for him. Uh, I hope I hope they pull it off. Oh no, absolutely. Um, Bills at the Bears. Bills lock it up. <clears throat> take care of business. Uh, Josh Allen broke the record for most TDs in the players' first five seasons. They they keep pace. They look look good Bills doing are, it. Uh, Bills are on fire. They uh they're hot. They're caught at the right time. They've won, what, six sticks straight now? Um, uh, since, yeah, one, they won Cleveland, Detroit, New England, Jets, Miami, and Chicago. Six straight. Yeah, six six so straight they're, wins. They're getting hot at the right time. Do you believe more in Kansas City or more in Buffalo right now? I think all things being equal, if they played on a neutral field, Bills have the advantage. But um, And at home, I think obviously Bills have the advantage. Um, so I think this year it's gonna. It, you might have a literal repeat of last year's playoff game in the AFC Championship game. You, if that's what ends up happening, you might have a repeat of that divisional game, and it's 
it goes the Bills' way. I think ultimately, if that's what you, if if you end up getting them in the AFC Championship game, it, right? It, it depends on who they're going to be. Basically, in the, they're the same. They're almost the same teams as last year, with a few differences, with very few differences. Um, I mean that. How important is James Cook going to be down the stretch for them? Huge, because he's the X factor that the, the Kansas City that they that they can't stop on defense. So, like, you know, in terms of, you know, that's that's going to be, you know, that's going to be the biggest that's going to be the biggest difference that, you know, yeah, that's going to be he's going to be the X factor for their offense. He's what's going to yeah. make them go and make the play action happen and the the bootlegs and everything happen and the the vertical passing game opening up for digs and like he's gonna he's gonna make that thing go. McKenzie. No, I I I really I just I think the Bills are just I don't know. I, are they the best team in the league? Uh, that, that are they better? Are, it's, it, are they better than the Eagles? Right now, know. yeah. I, I think right I now, I don't think so. I think I think they're. I think the Eagles might be slightly more talented, but I think the Bills are just more experienced, and they've been through the ringer now. And the Eagles, the Eagles have not had a lot of playoff experience with the with this roster, and it's. It's a different animal when you get to that divisional matchup in the NFC Championship game in the Super Bowl. Like, if it's Bills Eagles, I pick the Bills. Like, you know, hands down. Yeah. 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 Uh, so uh, we are on Saints Browns. Uh, we, we've given the man time, but he doesn't look. Sean Watson doesn't look great. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a little he's, uh, rusty. He's looking. He's, He's looking, looking uglier and uglier every day. Fifteen to thirty-one for only hundred and thirty-five yards and a and a pick. You know, like yeah, no, it's not I know great. he rushed for he rushed for their lone touchdown, but like, bro, the bro is not passing the ball. Like he's just not distributing the ball. I mean, look, the game doesn't slow down, man. The game stays fast, and if you're out of the league for a year, year and a half, like, it's gonna take you time to get back, like. You can't just step away for a year and just hope to God it works, you know? But, oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. He missed 12 games. Like, it wasn't just – I mean, he really didn't take a monetary hit because his real salary is only a million dollars. But, sure. like, he lost a whole season's worth of conditioning. Right. You can't you, – he couldn't just jump right in and be like, right. oh, yeah, everything's going right. to be fine. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, and he, I think he, he was really – he's not that guy that's going to be, like, in crazy-ass shape – on his own without it like he just and nfl speed is nfl speed you can't replicate that off the field yeah, you he, just can't he's not terrell owens he's not running a four or five at 49 years old or whatever the hell it is now he's not doing push-ups in his driveway shirtless you heard about that like the small, yeah oh yeah yeah he small, still runs faster than half the league right yeah. small small tangent and small like left turn but ah, supposedly T-O. the dallas cowboys reached oh. out to Terrell Owens and Terrell Owens' agent is in contact with Dallas Cowboys about a possible return and they don't know if it's as a coach or if it's to play 15 snaps in the red zone. Oh, God, please. At 49 years old. He is... Is he out of his mind? He's trying to stay relevant, guys. Yeah, but he... That's what what it is. What could he honestly... What could I he can't, I write it, but I can't be real. 
Uh, I don't know, whatever. I hope not. I hope not. But back to this game, I mean, Saints remain the mix for the playoffs. Browns are officially out. So if you have a right. chub in your fantasy playoffs or fantasy championships, good luck. Jail, uh, Jeff. The Saints get their <laughs> first win outdoors, but it it really was what it was. There's not much to say about seventeen ten. It was not. It wasn't pretty. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And they it's, stay alive, basically. The Saints. The Saints keep their uh, their playoff hopes like, alive. We we write stay alive, but like I know. Is anybody out in that division? No, <laughs> like, not, is anybody not, dead? No, 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 not really. Not really. No, no one's like, dead. Every, everybody got an outside shot. Like the zombie corpse of the New Orleans Saints <laughs> has a shot of making the yeah, playoffs. They're, they're, they're right, right there exactly. with the Panthers. It is what it is. So. Moving uh, on. Seahawks at Chiefs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chiefs beat the Seahawks. I mean, uh, do we think do we think Seattle was a mirage team? Um, I mean, it's Kansas he, City. Obviously. I think that Geno Smith got figured out is the issue. Pete Carroll uh, really. What this shows you is Pete Carroll is a really good coach. Um, but. Good, really great coaching only takes you so far, but this proves that like Pete Carroll made Geno Smith look decent, right? For for like twelve games in an for NFL 12 season, weeks for twelve weeks, uh, Pete Carroll worked some magic, yeah. and then when it came to crunch time, teams got acclimated and said, "Enough of this, we we are gonna pretty much come out and and figure you out." And once they started to figure them out and started bringing blitzes and started disguising their packages. Uh, right, which Smith is listen, which is, says a lot for Geno Smith, where he came from when he was on the Jets. Like that's that's an improvement that he was able to run a basic NFL offense. Also, don't under <laughs> don't underestimate the injuries to Tyler Lockett and Kenneth Walker. Huge, no, right. huge. They, they, they got, huge. They, they're big, and he his offense, their offensive playbook got really fucking limited. And so, you know, and they no, have Kenneth, a lot of drops. Kenneth, they have a lot. Kenneth Walker had a shot at Rookie of the Year or Offensive Player of the Year. Really? He's been um, playing. He's been playing well. Tyler Lockett, year in, year out, for whatever reason. There's a guy on my team. Right, 1,000 yards, you know, five or six touchdowns a year. He's always good for one of those blow-up games, 200 yards, three touchdowns. So, you know, a good deep threat. So don't underestimate the injuries, too. I'm not going to say that, you know, Gino hasn't played well because he's played some good defenses. You know, again, it was – one of those things where coming into the season, how good were the Seahawks? How, they were supposed they were to be sh- terrible. They're they, supposed to be a five-win team. Right. right. So like they, the, the, the Seahawks got what they overachieved this year. Like, I don't think they would have been any different with Drew Locke in there. They would have been worse, honestly. They would have been a lot worse. they would have been a little right. worse. He would have made a lot right. more mistakes than Gene. Yeah, they, they probably would have had a, a Los Angeles Rams-type record at 5-10. and 10. Right. So, like. Because I think the Carol Giants could have beaten like a Drew Lock run offense, you know. Yeah, probably. Right. I mean, we're, we're slandering the name of Drew Lock, Iowa Iowa legend Drew Lock, but <laughs> it it is what it is. Yeah, but then, but also too, it's not really slander when it's true because there's a reason why he got traded and then lost the job to Geno Smith. That's so uh, no, you're you're not wrong. He was supposed a, uh, to be the guy. He was that was a uh, that was a good legal. That was a good law school. Uh, what is the defense to to libel and slander? That you know, the statement is, is true. The statement is, it, is true. Is it facts? Because you know, did, did yeah, Drew no, Locke that's win, one of the, the affirmative st- defense is that it's true. Did he win the starting job? Because I haven't seen it. You know, it was Geno since day one. So, right. What does that tell you? That, that he Look, sucks. The, the the best 
thing I've ever seen Drew Locke do was uh, rap the Little Wayne thing? in the rap Little Wayne in the Denver Broncos locker room, but that's about the best thing I've ever seen him do. Uh, so uh, the short of that, not not much, not much, not much. Pretty, uh, uh, pretty ho hum. Kansas City's won 16 straight against NFC opponents. I mean, crazy. That's Kansas, crazy. That's a crazy fucking stat. They, like they are who. I hate using the quote, but they are who we said they, they are. are who we thought they were. Like, <laughs> listen, Kansas City's going to beat up on not bad. They're not bad, but they're going to beat up on the teams they're supposed to beat up on, and it really shouldn't oh, no, be any shock. There, there's definitely a system. There's, there's definitely a, and I don't want to say cast system because that's horribly offensive, but uh, there, there's definitely there's a tier, tier level. There's yes, tier level. Yes, that's the way because everyone loves their tiers. It's the the elite tier, the right. you know the, the good, good tier, tier, the mid tier, the low tier, the shit tier. Everyone, everyone loves their tiers. The oh, yeah, tier. and and the shit tier. To, to quote the kids, the shit tier. Seahawks are definitely mid. So <laughs> uh, no cap. You no know. cap, yeah, no cap. There you go. A bunch of thirty-five year old, thirty-four year old kids kissing. God, I'm no only cap. thirty-three. I'm only thirty-three. Thank I'm you. I'm only thirty-three, you old man. All right, well, yeah. I just aged myself. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Uh, uh, so we'll move on, and uh, I give the floor to John. Giants at the Vikings. Gigantes. Well, it's one of those things where I went in expecting them to just get the doors blown off of them, and they did what. I hoped they would do keep the game within a touchdown because I've said it a million times that this team goes down two touchdowns. There's virtually no hope because they can't throw their way out of a paper bag. Sometimes it seems, um, I will say this, they, I can, I think this was the fifth time that they've lost on a 60 plus yard field goal in the last couple of years. So that's frustrating. Um, but again, though, they had a chance to stop them on third and 11 and they gave up 17 yards to Jefferson to set up the 61 yarder. You know, you hold them to four or five yards on that catch. And I understand he's a legitimate, you know, Number he's, one the, he's the best wide receiver in the league, probably. So I understand it's not an easy task, but you hold them to on third and 11 to four or five yards. They might not be kicking that field goal. They're probably punting. So well, you also got to get somebody to cover TJ Hawkinson because there's no well, reason that's the, he, he lit yards. up he lit up the he lit up the defense to 109 yards two touchdowns ridiculous but the other thing too is there was two bad plays they Jones threw through an interception and Bellinger fumbled on a drive that they were they were driving on where they probably would have gotten at least three points and I don't even think I put it in here they had a blocked punt yep, they, or they, I'm sorry they had a punt blocked I should say Right. Yep. So, and it's you know, that that set up a that set up a Justin Jefferson uh, uh, Justin Jefferson touchdown late. Actually. Right. So, so yeah, you know, it, right. it kind of you know it kind of changes. The, you know, you flip the field like that. You know, they're first and ten from the red zone. You know, first and goal from the red zone in right in the red right. zone. Like, listen, we we make fun of the Vikings all the time, but they are where they are in the standings. So, and they do have offensive weapons. So they're 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 a good offensive team. They're just a luckily the Giants still got the help they needed. Like yes, the, every, everyone combo. who everyone who needed to lose lost. So all they had to do was win, and they couldn't hold up their end. But because of all their lo- everyone losing, they they're set up the with a spot. They're literally the same spot, but the, the difference is all they have to do is win this week, and they're in. 
it. They don't need any help. Right. Right. You know, which is ultimately where you want to be. It's, it's again, it comes back to, it's amazing how winning your games just solves all the problems. So, it, it you know, does. just, just, just win and you're just in the playoffs win. and just that's win, it. Baby. Just win, baby. Right. Uh, and, and more to talk about Justin Jefferson's greatness. He passed the great Randy Moss. Um, what do you call it for 1700 yards on the season? So yeah, like just think about that for a second. And he did it in like 15, in, games. In 15 games, not 16, like not 17, but 15. What, like, what's the, the, the all time like yearly record though? Does he have a shot at it? The, the all time record. I have to uh, give me a second. I'll look that up. That would be one Calvin Johnson. Yes, in he's got at least 1,964 1, receiving yards. There you go. I imagine so if you want all-purpose yards. So he's 200 yards out. He's 200 yards away, and yeah, he's sitting currently yeah, he's, seventh he's on that list. Yeah, he's seventh so on the list. So let's, let's look at the numbers right now. The next guy on the list is Isaac Bruce. He needs 30 yards to pass him. He'll get that. He needs about a hundred yards, to, uh, about eighty yards to pass Antonio yeah, Brown, ninety yards to pass Jerry Rice. It'll be close. It'll be close. Duquesne, if he has two, if he has two hundred yard games, he's he, he basically breaks it. It's it's two hundred and and eight yards to go. Right, so the two question, games. The question is: Is do you keep him in Week eighteen to break this record? No, they won't do it. Probably he's already not. he's already top ten. He's already beaten he's already beaten Antonio Brown once. He's already got a better than he's listen to this list. Marvin Harrison, Antonio Brown, Tory Holt, Herman Moore, Calvin Johnson again, Julio Jones right. again, Marvin Harrison again. Aware of it? Uh listen, they, these guys now. could say these guys could say all the time that they don't really care, but these he, guys he, care. He knows. He knows. These he's guys aware. care. So they're at least aware that, that it's close. Right, so being that he knows it's that close, I don't know. I think he goes for it. I think he'll go for it. I think he'll make it a depends. play. Because it depends on how close. close. Yeah, like if he gets 150 yards this week, he's going to play the first half of week 18. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, they'll gonna... give him 20. They'll give him 30 plays. Yeah. They'll, they'll give, give him a shot to break plays. it. Yeah, no, I, it, it's just, it's uh, honestly, that was the, my biggest fear coming into this game was containing him and they kind of did, but kind of didn't. And right. they were still within, you know, they still had a chance to win Could've this won. game because they, yeah. well, I mean, they the scored a TD was... late and got the two-point conversion. It, the pro, the Dan Jones they... is very frustrating to watch because there are times where you're like, this guy cannot play quarterback in this league. And then, like, all of a sudden you get two drives strung together where you're like, oh, this might yeah, this might have been <laughs> This might have been his best game as a giant, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, this was his least shitty, but also brightest flashes good game he had right i watched the whole thing and i was like not bad not bad not bad and boom good like very consistent it he gave him a like kept him in the game it's damning it's damning and and it's going to come out a lot more damning than i mean it to come out but he gave him a shot to win that game like and the defense and the special teams let him down Comparatively yeah. to other games, Daniel Jones actually gave him a shot to win that game this week. Right, like it, it came down to th- it came down to three or four plays: the interception, the fumble by Bellinger, the blocked punt, 
and then Jefferson on the third and 11 at the end of the game. Right. The Giants make two of those plays. The game's probably, maybe they still lose, but the game's a little bit different. Truth. Uh, moving on, we got Bengals at the Patriots. Uh, I don't know about this one, guys. Bengals had, what, 500 yards of offense? But that defense came up clutch when it had to because it was uh, squeaky butthole time for a little bit there. (laughs) Can we see a squeaky butthole time for sure? Can we say that the Bengals were looking ahead to the Bills this week? Yes, absolutely. So probably. that's that's probably what it was, and they have the Ravens for a game that will probably decide the division. Although, depends how this week goes. So, um, yeah, they this this game was like, yeah, we'll fucking we'll beat them up, and they almost didn't. I think that's Burrow all you need to say about this. But Burrow did. Burrow pulled, you know, threw his three touchdowns, did what they had to do. Defense, you know, forced that late fumble, and you know what? The, somehow Bill Belichick coaches them up enough to not look like garbage. <laughs> most of the time, most of the uh, time. most of the time, but yeah, Bengals won seven straight. They they maintained their lead to get ahead of the Ravens, and that that's the showdown, right? Like that that's right. what everybody's waiting for. They're waiting for uh, Bengals against the Ravens, and you know you guys basically said it. They're basically in due to the Jets lost and the uh, just lost to Jacksonville, and they're knocking on the door for for that top seed. So it's, we'll see what happens with the Bengals right now. Like it, it's, it's all coming to, to a head at this point, you know, but right. It, yeah, they're, no, you're right. they're, they're still on fire. At the, at the they're right both time. on fire. Like, Them and the bills. That's, that's, it's going to be a good, that will probably, that could, that could be the NFC, the AFC championship game, right? Yeah. That the winner, that game is going to tell you a lot about both teams and, and tell you Super a lot Bowl. about <laughs> where, where we're at as far as the AFC. Oh, winner of that game is going to the Super Bowl. You know, yeah. It's almost like you read my preview of that game. What? I didn't. I really didn't. I swear really? to God. Yes. Because I said. <laughs> Copy pasta. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Should be, I, I swear to God. For, should be a good test for both teams. Uh, really looking forward to this game. Possible AFC Championship game preview. You, know. you don't say. You don't say. No, I actually didn't. I didn't read that part. No, so. I, I honestly didn't read it. But well, look at John. We're all go. on the same page. Wavelength. That's, that's it. Good. We're 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 all thinking the same that, thing. That's good. There you go. So, uh, t- speaking of thinking the same thing, uh, Texans and t- Titans. Yeah, we, <laughs> Titans are doo doo was the exact phrasing that I thought of too. <laughs> How Flippy the fuck has, do you lose to the Texans? Is all I, I mean. has made an appearance on our fucking podcast. Titans doo-doo. are doo doo. Yeah, uh, I mean, listen, the Texans. You know, they're not. They, I guess, they were due for a win. Doo doo. No, no pun intended. Like, um, so I don't know. Like, good for them, but like, Jesus Christ. If the they're Vikings right are, are a mirage team, that the Titans are, uh, they're well, Titans are a, a fantasy. Like they are correct terrible. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the Titans are losing as we speak right now. Are they not? They are ten six. At halftime. Uh, sure. I think so. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I believe it's halftime. But yeah, Let me yeah. pull it up. Uh, Just pull it up real quick. Yeah. Continuing the doo doo puns, the Texans snap a nine game skid. Uh, ten six halftime. Yep. I think I messed this up. I wrote Texans have lost five one score five one score games. I think I meant the Titans. Oh, the Titans. I believe the Titans have lost five one score right. games. The Titans have lost games. Um they've lost seventeen, fourteen, they've lost 
blowout blowout. They lost by four to the Bengals. They lost by three to the Chiefs. They lost by uh, what was the last time they lost? They lost badly to the Bills. Point is, they're not a good team. No, they lost by not. To the Giants. Right, they're not. They're not a good team. They're they're you know uh, I guess you could say they're one of the paper tiger teams. Yeah, that's a that's a good phrase. Paper Uh, tiger. uh, Vikings are uh, like a paper tiger. They're like a paper pussycat. You know what it is? They have Derrick Henry, and he could just roll over anyone. But I don't think he's playing tonight. So like, when you lose him, you're kind of like it's kind of that team is just you know like like team doesn't really scare you. You know what, though? Kudos to Davis Mills for not giving up on that game. Like, hey, not nah, two scoring drives, two scoring drives, yeah, and he, like, he was perfect on those drives. Let's talk about the fact that Joshua Dobbs has thrown almost 9 of 16 for 143 yards and a half. And huh. has been sacked twice in that time. Well, that's not that's not unexpected. No, but, but Dak Prescott's thrown two picks in the game already. What, ha- oh, what is, happened is that to, right? What happened to Malik Willis? Uh, he did not get the start, obviously. He did not get um, the start at all. Yeah, it is halftime in that game. I don't know. Is he hurt? Uh, no, he's dressed. So, wait. He's not hurt, and they just decided that the guy that they picked with, like, the 20-something pick in the draft is not their franchise quarterback out of nowhere? Um, no, and I don't know uh, why yeah, he Dobbs didn't. Yeah, Dobbs started the game. Yeah, yeah he's... No Malik Willis is dressed because I saw him on the sideline, but he is not going to play, most likely. Huh. But oh, what do you know? That's concerning. Um, He's not but as far as this game goes, the, the really the storyline here is the Titans had a four-game lead, and they're now tied with Jacksonville, or Jacksonville's now ahead of them. Uh, I hope Jacksonville. Like, Go Jacksonville. Go Jaguars. Go Jaguars. Five straight, lo- five straight losses mm-hmm. for... Um, like I, the Titans. I, I pray to the BT god dubs. of uh, sun- chaos. I pray to the god of sunshine, Trevor Lawrence. So <laughs> you want you just the sunshine state gods? Uh, no, go. sunshine, Trevor Lawrence, man. Like he looks like sunshine, sunshine. from uh, from freaking what's him called? Listen, he he hasn't he hasn't lit the world on fire this year, but you can see progress. And not yeah, to belabor the not, not to belabor the Zach Wilson point, but you see progress. That's exactly what I was about to say. He's what you would have hoped you would have gotten out of Zach Wilson. Yeah, like, but there's that's a difference. The trajectory. You then, then, then the difference is one talent, two physical attributes, three number of starts in college. Like Zach Wilson Fair. played at BY fucking U, and I'm sorry, like Trevor Lawrence played in national championship games and played at Clemson for years. Like and more than two, probably should have won a Heisman Trophy, and should have won a Heisman Trophy without a doubt. Zach Wilson's biggest mistake was coming out the year he came out in because he probably would have been this in the same exact boat, top five pick in the in last. Oh yeah, year. barring an injury, probably. I mean, absolutely. You think if you compare it, and this is me being a nerd about it, but. He probably would have had the same or better numbers than Jaron Hall this year, and this would have been Zach's last year, counting the COVID year. And that would have so been an extra he, right. That would have been extra reps, extra game, extra film on him, you know. And he would right. have had, you know, 
but like had whatever. had he stayed in school, you have the COVID year, which he would have gotten, so he would have gotten an extra year, and this would have been Zach's last year in school. He probably he gets this year. B, he probably gets BYU into a group of five, and he's probably in a New Year's Day bowl. Right. He, you know what? He is. If he would have stayed in school, switch Utah with BYU, and they're in the Rose Bowl. Maybe. 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 There's a good shot. There's a good chance that Hell, um, Zach. You know what Zach Wilson would have done? Zach Wilson would have transferred by now for the NIL money. Well, I was about to say, do you think he would have been? Do you think right, he would have transferred to like Penn State or something at this point? Like you know, he would have been a Tech, He would have gone to Texas A&M for the freaking Aggie money. Let's because be we could it. we could speculate about that all no, want. I know. I don't want. You'll, I don't you'll never know. You'll you'll never know. I want. I want to. I want to move on to the next next recap anyway. Because it's my. I don't blame my you. Favorite thing. No, I don't blame you because you know you're you've been driving this bus. So ride, ride, riding this car, riding this horse all all, In, all second the, half into the into the ground. Say say it louder, please. <laughs> yeah. Louder for those in the bang, back. Bang bang niner gang. Bang bang. Yep. The not eight straight man. Like ah. Uh, Brock with Iowa Brock State legend Bucky Brock Purdy. Purdy. What is happening? What is happening? I I'm a Jets fan. I have to pick an NFC team every year to to ride on. <laughs> like, I mean, listen, just, just he didn't he didn't come out of the gate blowing the world on, you know, blowing the doors off of everyone, lighting the world on fire. But the thing is, no, nah, this was a solid like manager game. When sure. he got hot, they he got hot. So right. take a look, look at that look at that stat that I put in there. Oh, the two touchdowns of the first three games? That's nuts. Yeah. He Jabrock Purdy joins Kurt Warner as the only Q, QB since starts were tracked in nineteen fifty. The only thing left he's gotta do is just stock some first groceries. Three starts. Right. Win three starts of, right. Win their first three starts throwing two touchdowns in each, which is nuts. And they're doing this wow. without Debo Samuel. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and yeah, how's this team gonna look when Debo comes back? When really everybody's good. fully healthy, really good. How scary is that team gonna be? Really uh, fucking good. And he actually, I mean, Debo might actually be back this week. Oh my god! Like that. That's like an they need. Like they need that right now. So we'll talk about them. We'll talk about them more moving forward. Yeah, Commanders hold the final wild card by half game over Seattle and Detroit. Not surprised they, they lost this game. Honestly, in the last three games. And San Francisco keeps pace with the Vikings for that number two seed. Slowly but surely, your prophecy is coming to fruition. And <laughs> we're we're looking at this. We're staring oh. Eagles Niners dead in the face. Oh, <laughs> should I should have put money? I really should have fucking put money on this. I'm really mad at Nostra myself for not dumbass over here. Nostra dumbass. That's right. <laughs> No, sir, dumb arty ass. That's right. That Lucked into that one, but oh, you God, called it. I did. You I did. Called it flush. I did. I don't. I, I can't argue with I, you, man. I flopped the nuts on that one. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I I don't know, man. I don't see like I don't see an NFC Championship game being anybody else other than those two teams right now. Like, and uh, you know, you asked whether or not you believe in the Eagles. Like, and and that's the next game, so we'll get into it, but. I don't believe that the Eagles can beat the 49ers as currently constituted. I think that that 49er team is just 
they're on something else right now. They're the defense on is, is is stifling. The the defense is stifling for the 49ers. It's it is. really it's really good. Right. And and Brock Purdy, God bless him, is playing mistake free football. Like that, that's all they need him to do. do. They're so they're good enough that that's all they need him to do. They, that's not going to get you to the Super Bowl, but that'll get you to the NFC Championship game, I think. Oh, absolutely. Um, that'll get you to the to the Eagles. But that's then it's going to be okay. Now what do you do? Now what happens if you have to drop back forty times? They stack eight in the box. What are you doing? So that's. But we'll get to that when we get to it when it happens, so, if and when it happens. So mm-hmm. questions abound. Uh, Eagles at Speaking Cowboys game of the week, but um, Gardner Minshew almost got it done, but ultimately. <sighs> Eagles have to wait to celebrate that division yeah, they had, top seed. The champagne popping had to be put on hold because, listen, everything that was true last week is remains true this week. One win and they're the top seed and the division champ. So, you know, all it was was push back a week. But in Gar- like, like you said, Gardner Minshew really, almost got it done. That was a really good fucking game. That was it. Was it was a tremendous game. It, it went really, back and really, forth. Really uh, the Devontae Smith. Celebration might be my favorite celebration of all time. Yeah, that yeah, um, was awesome. You know, just Robin the Salvation Army. God bless him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was uh, that was ballsy. I love over, it. Philly turned the ball over four times, man. And yeah, you're not going to win. You're not going to win NFL games with that turnover differential. It's well, yeah. but more importantly, two times in the final five minutes. Right. I mean, Dak did throw that that late pick six. But they were able to rally to win. Like the the Cowboys hang around, man, and they've been hanging around all year, and they've been given an opening and given an opening, and I don't know, man. Like it, it's all dependent on which Cowboy team shows up in the playoffs. Like well, if the, you see this Cowboy yeah. team that's putting damn near forty points up, they're hard out. They're, they're definitely this, hard out. This but, team run right now, 10 points in the third quarter against the fucking Titans. That's not the team. That's like, not that, the team that's that, going to win a playoff the game. Not win a playoff game. A, that just doesn't make sense to me. Like, how are they not, like, blowing them out right now? I don't know. Penalties Dallas right Cowboys now, I, I think. are a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Yeah, they're an enigma wrapped in a, in a riddle. They, they, they go back and forth. like, And, and nothing about that team speaks more highly to that than Dak Prescott because some games he'll throw for 400 yards and another game he'll throw two picks and throw a pick six and make you wonder why the hell he's still a starting quarterback. They, like, just, they just threw a penalty a pass interference on the literal worst looking pass I've ever seen in my life but yeah. it was whatever. Anyway. But yeah man I mean Cowboys keep visual hoops alive. Yeah, they pulled that top pace. wild card. <laughs> Not now, much did else they, to say. Did they win? Did they beat? They lost the Eagles earlier in the year, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So they don't have a tiebreaker on that. Okay. Uh, moving on, Raiders at the Steelers. Franco Harris night, and probably the feel-good story of the week. Yeah, this was one of those games where it's like. You thought the Raiders were going to win, but you're not surprised the Steelers won because they just, you know, maybe it's emotional uh, rallying cry. Because it was supposed to be a big, big celebration anyway, and then with him passing away, it was probably, you know, the 
I don't know, the, the bond that they needed. You know, because right. you felt you felt energy in that stadium. You felt yeah, you just was, felt it. That was like that was eerie cool to watch that game. Good good for the team all showing up in Franco Harris jerseys. Like oh yeah. Oh that was awesome. That was it, amazing. Yeah, for sure. Like the team realizing the moment. The, Ste- and, the Steelers are the best organization at, at instilling the history of the of football uh, in the NFL to their to their players like yeah, especially player their own knows, history yeah their own knows the history of the pittsburgh steelers in that city it's ingrained in them and like they always have and they always will and it's it's really it's always cool to see that for sure well the spooky thing about it was the final score of that immaculate reception game was i believe 17 10 the final score of the game for on franco harris night immaculate reception 17-10 against the Raiders. Same exact opponent. Was it really? Yeah. Wow. Same exact opponent on a last-second touchdown. Same exact wow. play. Interesting. I don't know if you believe in karmic justice, but right, they weren't. They weren't ghosts. ever going to lose. They weren't ever going to lose that game. Like that. That that just wasn't going to happen. Not not that night. No. Um, but look, Kenny Pickett is putting himself together a nice little season. He he was he went what? Uh, you wrote in the rundown 26 for 39, 244 and a touchdown. It it's not going to blow the doors off you, but it's good enough to get you a win and it it keeps them alive. Keeps them alive. It keeps Tomlin's right. streak of never having a losing, losing season, season alive. alive. I was just about to say they're seven and eight, and they play the Ravens and they play the Browns to end the season. And I'm like, ooh, they could go nine and eight. They could sneak they, that they in there. Definitely could go nine and eight. They definitely go nine and eight. On the flip side, the Raiders suck. <laughs> the Raiders are horrible, and it doesn't make a lick of sense. You know, like. They have Devontae Adams. Derek Carr, say what you want. He's, you know, he's not bad. Well, I'll say what I want about Derek Carr. Look, as an overall QB, you could do a lot worse than him. Derek Carr, Derek Carr should have, he should have won the 2016 MVP if he didn't break his freaking leg. Right. That's the reality of it. Like, he's a, he's at least a top 12 quarterback in the league. Like, let's, let's be honest. He's a top 30 for sure. No, I don't disagree. Right. And they have a decent – and they have some names on defense. It doesn't make sense. So it's got to come some, down to the coaching staff. Somebody please save Crosby. Like somebody go out and get this Max Crosby and get the hell out of there. Please. Yeah. And and Devontae Adams. Yeah. Well, I think Devontae Adams is out of there after this year. I don't think he's staying. But that that's a different story. Save the man. Hey, the man, save the man. I saw somebody on Twitter put a – little preview but somebody put a trade for they said here's the trade scenario for both uh Derek Carr and Devontae Adams to the Jets and it's like Zach Wilson um uh who else it was like a couple of draft picks and then it was um who else who else who else it wasn't Mims it was Elijah Moore well correct me if I'm wrong Zach Wilson Elijah Moore Adam's not not going Adam's not going anywhere can't. He's in the first. He's just finishing the first year of his deal. There's no it's way. Correct. I'm assuming without even looking that he correct Amundo. Let's see. Let's have some fun with the dead cap hit next year. If he's traded, is 31 million. Oh my god. 
it, listen, it's, they could restructure it's, that deal. They could a new team, but he's not young. If anything, he might be on the move after next season because trading him actually saves you two million dollars in cap. Oh wow! After Cowboys just scored. Yeah, I, I saw. Yeah. So seventeen six. So we're we're getting there. All right, we're getting um, there. They're not looking like total trash. They were going backwards on that drive until oh they threw a fifty yard bomb that was a you know an excuse me pass interference call down to the red zone to the, to oh, the yeah. yeah. But back to this game, uh, yeah, no, Josh McDaniels ruins teams. Like he is, uh, he is yeah, the, he's, he's, he's the poison. He's a fucking he's the poison chalice. He's just another example off the Bel- Bill Belichick coaching tree that it's just not good. Matt Patricia, Charlie Weiss. I was uh, going to say he's he's a Romeo Cornell, Romeo Cornell, uh, Joe Judge. Romeo Cornell is a great defensive coordinator outside of Bill Belichick. He, Romeo Cornell is a coordinator. Yeah, but like, right? Josh Daniels couldn't fucking coach outside of Bill Belichick's umbrella. But there's no head coach in that coaching tree, other than like in Bill Belichick's coaching tree. There's no head coach. There's really not. Right. No one's. No one has survived more than what two seasons, maybe three. Everybody's. Everybody's a coordinator, and they're a coordinator because Bill Belichick demands that type of deity status where he doesn't give over reins to anything. So he doesn't give them the opportunity to flesh out their ability as a play caller or as a well, Belichick, like, Belichick silos. Mind. From what from what people have said in books and interviews, Belichick silos his organizational structure and so like you as the offensive coordinator don't really get to know how Belichick thinks behind the scenes in terms of how he operates you just watch and you can learn a lot by watching but like you everyone just does the everyone does their job philosophy is stay in your lane and nobody nobody learns to do someone else's job like so until Joe Judge can go coaches offense then coaches defense and then coaches special teams he can be a great coordinator for all three sides of the ball but the problem is that like he still doesn't learn what the head coach does because the head coach does what the head coach does and I don't worry about it I just do my job and show up every day and that's you're never going to learn just by osmosis like you know that's not how it fucking works like somebody has to show you and let you let you play the leader sometimes and they don't. He doesn't let him do it, so it's never gonna happen. So let, let's get into it. All right, do it. Oh. All right, go ahead. Fuck Kev, go. floor is yours. Pack- the floor is yours. Fucking Packers at the Dolphins. Dolphins are skidding down the standings. Uh, Tua gets his brains fucking scrambled again. <laughs> uh, throws three picks. Doesn't help their cause. He. It was something like 11 for 13 before the hit. After the hit, this dude goes like 9 for 15 and throws the game away. Um, right. Yeah, he d- didn't help their cause. Uh, third what straight win. Third straight win. Packers keep the playoffs live. Um, four turnovers. Three of them are picks, like we said. Miami has lost four straight. Needs help getting to the playoffs. It's so either how, they how you've gotten to that point is beyond me. That they were fighting for the division a month ago, and now they're like, "I need help to get into the playoffs." Is actually incredible in and of itself, and it's a sort of under 
under discussed, like how they've fallen. But um, do we think two is out of the uh, the MVP race at this point? Absolutely. Yeah, and I, I I'll jump to it. I'm I'm just gonna cover it now. after we? Oh, the big after, rant. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I, 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 might I, as well. Spoil. Uh, but Nathaniel Hackett sucks. We'll we'll, we'll get into it, but uh, two. <laughs> oh two, no, not that rant. <laughs> two 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 wins or a win at New York and a, and a Jets loss in Week 17 is how we qualify or how we get into the dance. But we turned a 10 point lead into a six point deficit. He still had a shot, but again, shaking head to a wasn't going to win you that game, and that's. Scrambled that's eggs. the problem. That that's a problem. But yeah, let, you shared let, with us the stat before the concussion. He had he was like his stats, and then after the concussion stats, right? Like, he was he was eleven for thirteen before the hit, and then after the hit, he was nine for fifteen, or or something like that, or 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 even worse, it was like nine for eighteen or something like that. But he was pedestrian afterwards, and he threw three picks after the hit. So it was what it was. But look, I'm just gonna get into it. Two is out with another concussion. Yeah. Fuck this franchise. Fuck them <laughs> completely. Everyone, everyone from Stephen Ross to Mike McDaniel to the doctors to everybody behind him, his whole fucking Hawaiian family. Fuck them all. Even Mike Jesus. Florio asking the family to lean on him to retire. Like, Enough. Yeah, like it's getting from the when the press is telling you to retire, it's a problem. Yeah, everybody handling this kid's health at this point, it's been completely inept. Like nobody is handling this situation correctly. That's right. And I don't necessarily agree full stop with Florio, but someone does have to have a conversation with the kid. Like at this point, I hate saying it, but from the broken hip to the three concussions and that's just three concussions that we know about oh, that have right. been reported right so that happened in the nfl yeah like, that happened how that didn't happen in alabama right right so how many concussions has he had like he just might be too damn fragile to play nfl quarterback and well once you start getting multiple concussions within a, an eight to 12 week period Right, it's, it's statistically and medically like it's bad. It's unsafe. Right. Like, like at 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 a certain point, this kid's gonna have second concussion syndrome, and yeah, that's this what I mean. kid is going to he, he like. I'm showing my cards here as a wrestling fan, and you know, yes, it's fake, and but it's still real to me. Damn it, and all all the memes and all that crap. But uh, to make the comparison. He feels like somebody like a Daniel Bryan, who at the time, world-class talent, but was far too reckless for his own good, got his brain scrambled because he would do diving headbutts and put his head down and hit somebody with his head, and then lost a considerable part of his career to traumatic brain injury. And for a while, he couldn't remember the fact that as a wrestler, he main evented fucking WrestleMania. Yeah. Like and how sad is that? that for a second? Right. Like you. So my point being, if you're Tua, at what point do you pull this kid aside and say, "Hey, you're not going to even remember that you played in the NFL in a couple of years if you keep doing this." And look, if you have a beautiful home, don't sleep with the maid and don't sleep with the fucking housekeeper. <laughs> like a few more concussions. 
and he's not going to remember what the hell like he's not going to remember much less be able to piss standing up when he's 65 like that that's the reality he might be so dead he, it's, he might be another one of those right. stories oh dead at 62 right so you know? what so what the fuck are we really doing here with two tackle by Lilla? like are are we seriously putting a few games in front of this kid's health and what bugs me about it is Mike McDaniel has the balls to come out and say, hey, well, I noticed in, in video and film study on Monday that he wasn't grasping concepts as quickly as possible. Where the fuck were the spotters on Sunday? Yeah, well, the independent like, spotters are like the, like the league mandated independent, you know, neurologists or whatever. Where are these guys? Because right. I agree with you. Like, this is like, this shouldn't happen. This is getting this is ridiculous third with time. these guys. I this know. is the this, third fucking time. This just like, shows at, you at how inadequate. It's the it's the fox watching the hen house when it comes to this shit with the concussions. And you, right. you and knew that was what it was going to be. Look, when he started getting the richness of the fingers and started having a seizure on the field after that Bengals game, he never should have played again this season. That should have been it. And right. that should have been that that should have been all right. That's a traumatic brain injury. You don't need you, you don't need to be there. Like yeah, you you're, need you're to done. Go you're home. done for two months, and we'll reevaluate you in eight weeks. But How many games did he miss after that? Was it two? It was two games with Teddy Bridgewater. We saw ourselves slipping down the standings, and then Stephen Ross for all they brought him back. Probably said, said "All right, we is, he clear, is we... he clear? To eh, kind of all right, right. Good enough. Let's go. Suit him up." So yeah, he wasn't ready to come back. The the, indep- the independent medical doctor uh, that the Dolphins sent him to in air closing applications and all that's supposed to mean cleared him to play. And then he was suddenly back in the practice field two weeks after, you know, being neckboarded on a stretcher right. and right. taken out. There's no reason why that kid should be playing football right now. Like, no. He's going to he's gonna die on the field. Like that that's the reality of it. And it sounds harsh, but it it's gonna take that to happen. I'm not necessarily saying even him, but like it's gonna take that to happen before they seriously get serious about something like this, where like you need to be it's mandatory two or three games you need to miss. Like I it's it's gonna I, take something serious to happen. Honestly, like and and I know it's the rival or whatnot, but it's not going to get taken seriously until we have a Dennis Bird situation. And like I know yeah. as a Jets fan, that it's it's, that, that's, that it's hard to bells. think about. You're probably right though. But it's probably not right. it, until this dude is completely incapacitated and he's life lighted out of a stadium. Nobody's going to seriously put any. Nobody's going to give a shit. Until right, and and like I said, it doesn't have to necessarily be him because remember Cam Newton was taking all those hits not getting flags and the whole thing, not getting protected as a quarterback. And it's going to take someone seriously getting hurt before where if you are officially diagnosed with the concussion while you're in the protocol, where it's a mandatory three game, you know, you can't, you can't even practice for three games, even if you're cleared. Like, like, but that, that's what kills me about it because at the high school level, if you get a concussion, you sit, you sit for four weeks and you're not allowed back. So right. why why at the professional level are we telling people two weeks Money. and you're good to go? Right, because they're independent contractors. 
Right. That's right. right. When it comes down to miners who we need to actually take care of, allegedly. Right. They're they're independent contractors who, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, I'm not saying okay. I agree with it. I'm not saying no, I agree no, with hey, it. I, I, I no, no, hey, I completely We know, we know. You're, you're, you're describing hear the you, truth. But this is what pisses me off then, again, about the NFLPA, because the NFLPA will go get Christopher Nowinski from Harvard, the leading you know, doctor or, or voice on TBI, who puts out all these facts and figures and says, hey, all these guys are, are dying of TBI and, and post-concussion syndrome and all this stuff. They'll they'll raise a stink about this too a thing, but they won't change any of the mandates or won't make a push to change any of the mandates so that their guys can sit because everybody wants to get paid. So right. we're like, which is it? You can't have it both ways. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Like you can't be crying foul about the sixty five year old retired NFL player or NFL alumni because now he's got Parkinson's while your current roster or your current you know alumni if you want to put it that way are killing themselves legitimately killing themselves on the field like you can't have it both ways right it's true it's true but rant over do you feel better now yeah rant over fuck the franchise man all right speaking of another franchise well speaking of another franchise that needs to get fucked up the ass uh let's talk about the broncos um (laughs) well uh, i i don't know if you saw what i posted in our little chat here let's see but this is a link, uh, and it's titled, uh, you know, I guess, apropos of the situation, financially assessing the Russell Wilson disaster. Okay. We'll talk about the game, but I want to just get into the numbers because we like talking about numbers here. So just look at the math here. There's six years and $239 million remaining on that contract as of right now. And as of this second, 67, $67 million of it is guaranteed. And another forty million um, uh, bonus proration is, oh yeah, is bringing up the dead cap total yet to one hundred and seven million next year, dead cap. Oh so his cap, God. his cap figure next year is twenty two million, which is what they calculate to be about ten percent of the league going up to about two hundred and twenty five million in total set for the total salary cap again. And now, uh, full disclosure, this is also assuming that he's one hundred percent back in Denver next year which I think he will be based on what I'm about to say. And you can read it for yourselves, oh, which I'm this is just, it. there's no, this is just, like, he's gone. it's just, Goodness it's just Christ. disgusting. So he gets a base salary of 25 mil. And then he has $40 million of, of signing bonus and uh, $42 million of unexercised option bonuses, which is insane. If they, they release him in March, if they release him in June, or I'm sorry, post June first. Right, they release him after, right? Right after June first, which is something for whatever reason they like June first. That's 1st. the tag. That's it's the tag. That's the tag deadline. I think, right? Is that what that right. is? Okay, that's so that's deadline. what that is. Yeah, that's that's the tag. That, that's, that's usually the around the tag deadline. So deadline. they won't. Yeah. They won't incur a hundred and seven million dollar hit in dead cap. It'll be sixty one million. Split in, it. Right. They basically it basically gets split. So they split it in sixty one in twenty three and, and forty six. Sure three million comes 24. off because it's a roster bonus at that point. But That's the Broncos right. would still owe him sixty seven million dollars in cash. Right. Right. And Even with the dead cap. So Holy now if crap. they so if they were to trade him in March, 
they take on $40 million of dead cap before his option is exercised. Which he would exercise. And the, and the new team, which probably would never take it on, takes on cap hits starting in 23 all the way through 28 of 12 million, 25 and a half, 45 and a half, 48 and a half, 53 and a half, 54 and a half. No Listen, way. 12 and 25 is or, bad if he's or, decent. Or a cash payout of 28, 39, 37, 40, but, but the, look at the first three years. Oh, Guaranteed. They have to give it to him. So, and, and I'm, listen, I'm not going to get Nobody's all this. Nobody's taking this contract cause, on. Because you can get it. But it says, listen to this. The last no, the last paragraph. It's possible we get to March of 25 and things are still as bad as they are today. And the Broncos convince the owner to pay him $37 million in cash to go away. But even then, that's three marches from now. We're talking about $86 million of dead cap. A post June first release in twenty five would mean dead cap hits to fifty five million in twenty five, and thirty one in twenty six. The only way to do this is to move on after the twenty five season, which is clean, because they would take on a thirty one million dollar hit and they would save twenty seven million dollars. We're talking about three years from now. So here's the problem. So you're so you're, you're sitting through four years of the shit. Yeah, pretty the other much. Problem- so Hackett, oh Hackett with those, I'm going to jump to this just because we're talking about it. He got Hackett's, fired. He's fired. So the question becomes, why isn't the GM who gave Hackett the job and this fucking monstrosity of a contract, why is he still employed? And he may be fired after next, after two. Right. Weeks. You don't know what, the, yeah, you don't know what the off season holds. He'll probably be fired. But he's so, so they got a clean house. The problem is going to be, it's going to be one of those fucking jet, jet situations that we've seen in the past where the owner is going to say, you have to make it work with Russell Wilson, and that's going to limit your pool of, of GM and coaching coaching talent that's going to want to come in there and make it make it work. Because um, half the people yeah. are going to go, I can't make it work with him. He sucks. <laughs> like, I I read it on The Athletic, and like people were saying, well, hey, do you bring in Peyton Manning as a president or as a GM to fix this situation? And I don't no. think even Peyton can fucking but, fix but it. But I'm going to be no, honest with you. Steve. See, I'm going to be honest with you. Listen, Peyton Manning's a Hall of Fame quarterback. There's no, there's literally no dispute on that. But that doesn't mean he's a good executive. Right. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think he's got any interest in doing that because because when he retired he or even – Remember when he was doing all the commercials when he played for MasterCard and all that other stuff? Right. And all anyone talked about was how – when he retires, he's got any job in the world in the media lined up, and he took literally nothing in the media for how right. long? Other than the other than football shit, right? And okay, and he's been retired for what five years at this point. Yeah, so he doesn't want it. Like, he doesn't he's want doing to the do it. Cast, but he's doing yeah, it with that's, his brother. Like that's he's different. Doing that with his brother, but also again, like I said, how many years down the road from his retirement was that? Like right. Tom Brady has a seven billion dollar whatever a year contract waiting for him at Fox. Peyton didn't have that. If he wanted it, I'm sure it was there. But I, who says Peyton Manning wants to come in and save the Broncos? What does he owe the Broncos that he has to come back and save that franchise? Nothing. He already got them a Super Bowl. He's yeah. done. Well, not He's for done. nothing. Well, not not for nothing though. Don't they already have a Hall of Fame quarterback as the president who's clearly fucking up that team and John Elway? Yeah, El- Elway fucking doesn't – Elway, I think Elway is just – he's not really running the show anymore. Like he 
he just like he sits at his desk and he sits in the owner. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, what, what's the difference between John fucking Elway and Peyton Manning? Like, when it comes to an executive, there's no difference there. They both have the same level of experience or lack thereof. So, why the hell are you bring Peyton Manning in? Like George Patton. That's the name of the GM, by the way. Oh, there we go. I'm back. I'm sorry. No, that was the uh, yeah. But so the, uh, yeah. I mean. You want to run your joke there, John, or or, or do you want me me to uh, to run? Well, your, I I, run I your missed it. I I had a little um, what do you call it? I had an internet issue, if you will. No, no, they're perfectly fine. But, but I'm back now. So yeah, so yeah, he Russell Wilson now has with his big, big ass contract. He now has. 12 TDs on the year. And why is that number significant? Because now he has the same amount of touchdowns as he does toilets in his house. And it's, I love it's when you just, that it's, up. So, it's so stupid, <laughs> but it's just funny. Like who needs 12 toilets? I love that. You bring that. I, 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 I uh, like three in my house. It, it only took 15 weeks. <laughs> you know, and, side. No, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. You're right. No, yeah, you know, you're right where I was going. <laughs> go right. Go for it. Yeah. On the flip side, Baker Mayfield looks like a decent quarterback. Like he looks like he's fucking manageable. Like I know. I I don't know, man. Like Baker looks like he's actually a decent quarterback. Like he got what? He's two and one as a starter. He got Sean McVay look, does look magic, average, man. Like yeah, like both teams are cooked and they they both teams are terrible but the Rams were able to move the ball and Baker looked like a competent quarterback like I don't know I mean he's putting on he's basically auditioning for his next job and he's gonna get a job either like you know he's gonna get a job either like in Seattle or you know where else Atlanta if they don't want to go with a rookie you know maybe Las Vegas Ooh, I could see it'll that. be another it'll be another draft thing where as it gets closer, what teams need quarterbacks, what teams don't, who what the coaching situation is, because rumor has it McVay wants to go to TV, but who knows? That's true. Uh, you know, not much else to say about the game. Like it, no. it, it was, both teams no, are it, out of it. Both no, teams are shit, it. and the, and the Broncos lost their quarterback, but lost. I'm sorry, lost their head coach because of this game. Yeah, That's rightfully so. And talking about not having a fucking quarterback, uh, Bucks set the Cardinals. This game, this game, fucking. Oh this god, was, this, this is, is so the bad. Shit. Mike Tarico said it best. I think he's like, oh yeah, and that ends the pointless third quarter. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, he said was, something along those lines. Like he literally was, uttered that as they were going to break. Trace McSorley of, of Penn State fame. You know, <laughs> there in. you go. The immortal yeah. Trace McSorley. Well, listen, Colt McCoy, would have, native, native son. Colt McCoy would have been the quarterback, but he got hurt. So, you know, it's, I can't necessarily blame Trace no, no, McSorley. No, no, it's, just, it's like it is what it is. It's just fun. But believe you know it or not, no, they, no, no. You know what? I, yeah, I do blame Trace McSorley because he needed fucking overtime to fucking end this. Well, thing. all right, but fair I, enough. I absolutely blame Trace McSorley for this. How dare you do that to us? Just lose, lose like a real man. Yeah. <laughs> But, well, it's funny. Like, Brady played like crap the whole game. Cardinals played like crap. But then in overtime, Brady was like, all right, I guess someone has to win this game. It might as well be me. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. He was like, all right, enough he messing came, around. He came out today and said if he retires next time, I think it'll be for good. I'm like, oh, I, he should I just fucking retire, please. Like, just and I'm going to be honest with you. I, re- I really awful. hope. 
I really, 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 really hope the Panthers somehow win that division and knock the Bucks out just because I don't want it to be the last dance of Tom Brady and that storyline. And we got to fucking gargle his balls for, t- for two weeks about that. Like, I'm just tired of it. Yeah, I'm over like, him. I'm over him. He's got enough, no way. Like enough when he, like again, he, when he came back from retirement for whatever reason you want to believe, yeah, sure but his, the official line was, well, there's unfinished business in the league. I have unfinished business. I'm Wait. sorry. What unfinished know. business? You've been to 10 fucking Super Bowls. You've won seven of them. You have been the MVP of the of a bunch of those Super Bowls. You've been the league MVP. You've been to the Pro Bowl, and you've been an All-Pro. And when you retire, you're going to the Hall of Fame. And you've got a multi-million dollar announcing gig lined up for when the second you take off the pads, it's yours. What is left? You've dominated the sport. Go away. He, he doesn't want to go away because he got divorced and that was killing him and he needed a distraction. Well, I have a conspiracy theory on that, but, you know, that this is oh, a financial. Uh, no, 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 let's hear that. I, I don't know. Tell me more. Well, I, I think it was because he was a sponsor or a, a spokesperson of the FTX, you know, uh, crypto uh, thing. And it was to, to hold. No, I think it's more of like we need to protect our assets. So if we just get a divorce, because there's really nothing. Oh, Giselle's getting this and this and this, and he's getting this and this and this. It's just been quiet. It's just like, oh yeah, we got a divorce. So it was like we need to maybe divest and protect our assets. I guess so for our uh, Belgian. This is a, this is our tinfoil hat. This is our tinfoil hat situ- uh, section of the whole on BRB. Yeah. For our for our Belgian uh, listener. Gargle the balls is Gorglin met the balling. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you know, I hate to, uh, I hate Google to be so vulgar, but like, but it's just, I'm just tired of, of you know, oh, can Tom Brady do it again? And like, it's just no. right. We've been there a thousand times. He has been in the in the championship game and/or the Super Bowl for literally more than a half. Of the years he's played in the league, right? Like so what's two left thirds to do? of the years he's in the league, he has played in either at least the championship game, if not the but Super dude, Bowl. I, I'm done, man. I'm, like, I'm, I'm done. over it. Like we get it. You're fucking amazing, but guess what? You're almost forty five years old. Like go home. Yeah, go home, dude. You're done. Enough. I agree. All right. And, yeah, we might as well close it out. Yeah, closing it out. Uh, you know what? Good for the Chargers. Chargers win their third straight game to clinch a playoff spot. Uh, Austin Eckler with two touchdowns. Uh, only their second playoff appearance since 2014. Uh, the losses from the Raiders, Miami, New England, and the Jets locked, locked the playoff spot. And they took care of business and did what they had to. Um, good, right, for, the, good for Herbert. Against, against the reeling Colts team, let's be honest. Well, like, yeah. You know, against the reeling Colts team, Nick Foles got the start, meh, through three picks, meh. and he and he got sacked seven times. You're not really going to win by turning the ball over three times, especially from the quarterback, and the offensive line is garbage. So, I don't know. I, this, I, the Chargers took care of business. They're the better team. It was one of those things where if you were betting this game, it's like, yeah, take the Chargers. They're the better team. Right. Like, oh, that's it. Yeah. So what? Now it's five straight losses for the 
in uh, the infamous Chef Saturday. Yep. Uh, Derwin James ejected for the hit to the head, which, meh. But I mean, I saw it. It was a it was a hard hit. I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't a ejectable, but they really are legislating like the the physicality out of the game. But you know, that's that's what it's, they're doing. It's it's oh, one yeah. of those. It's it's tough. They, they're QB league, man. But you know what's QB funny though? Like they'll they'll do that, but then like back to Kevin's point about Tua, they'll let him play. You yeah. know. Well, you know, Stephen Ross runs the league. Well, yeah, well. Now, I put this stat in here, but I think I messed up typing it. So, Eckler is the fourth player in 15 years to score at least 15 touchdowns in back-to-back years. Okay, that's good. But then he needs one catch to get his sixth. Okay, yes. So, I think it's only – he needs one catch to get 100 yards, and I think it's only the sixth 100-catch season by a running back in league history, I think. That is nuts. That, that I think actual... that's the stat. I, I think that's the stat. What is it about the Chargers that they've been able to fucking get these type of backs? Like, oh yeah, he's got ninety nine receptions. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so now what... I'm just I'm just trying to think. Like, by a running back, it's I think it's only 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 five running backs have ever had a hundred career recept uh pl- season receptions. Marshall Falk. Ladini Tomlinson. Uh-huh. Uh Kevin Falk? Uh why don't we try Christian McCaffrey twice? All right. Nineteen well, and eighteen. Matt Forte back. in twenty fourteen. Larry okay. Centers. That's it. Those those are your five. Those are your five. Holy crap. All right, I, so so I was and right. LT, LT, Ladanian Tomlinson. LT, okay, no yeah. But but to the point that I was trying to make, like, what is it about the freaking Chargers that they've been able to have? They went from LT Darren Sproles to freaking Austin Eckler. So they they, like, they have a they have a wizard of a stat of a uh, <laughs> scout in there. No they they've been able to to just not miss a beat when it comes to running backs and like pass catching running backs who can just be dominant. So I don't know. They're a fun team, man. Like no, they're good. Super they're gonna be a tough fun. out. They're gonna be a tough out for whoever has to play them. Yeah. I agree. Uh, so that uh, time that they step up. Yeah, so that that pretty much wraps it up. Uh there was some news this week. Uh Colts offensive coordinator Marcus Brady got Fired. Um, I don't know if it's, I think it was this. Was it this? It was this week, right? I believe so. Uh, yeah. But he'll, he's probably going back to college. Uh, Matt Ryan benched again. Uh, uh, surprise. And, and he wasn't but, even active for this one. But even with all that, Jimmy yep. say drug addict Jimmy say is saying that Jeff Saturday is definitely going to be a candidate for his head coaching position. Uh-huh. We'll see. I think he's just paying paying some lip service, but he's you just never know. But you just I never know. God is, I hope to God it's just lip service, but look, man, that that dude, <laughs> to say the very least, like he he's made some questionable ass decisions prior. He's so. he's. I'm talking about Saturday. He's in over his head right now. 
And the, you know, and of course, season is not going to get him any better. No, I don't think so either. I just, I just think, you know, of course, if someone calls you and goes, you would like to be the head coach of whatever team you're going to jump at it. It's just, I don't it's, think he's, yeah. you know, he's ready. No, he's not. No. And then the other big news is what we alluded to earlier, Derek Carr getting benched for the final two games of the season. Now, joking in here, I put in, is he the next Jets' next quarterback? I don't know. They did have to trade for him, and I don't know what the financials look like. So um, I don't really know how much they want to do. I think Carr's do. going into the last year of his contract. All right. So I believe. So I think from a from a cap capology standpoint on that front, let me just pull it up. Well, while you're looking while you're looking that up, the more interesting part about this was according to Jeremy Fowler at ESPN, he said he had a source confirmed to him that Carr and the Raiders have agreed that he's going to step away from the team for the remainder of the season so he's not a distraction. Right. So so he's not even going to come to practice. Right. But the thing like, about that is that when he said, hey, I'm going to step away so that I'm not a distraction, the organization turned around and said, here, let me help you pack. Pretty much. And that's why in the bottom, you know, the next line here is this is the first step towards a breakup. He got friend zoned yeah. by the by the by the coach and the team, and once you're in the friend zone, you're you you can't escape. Yeah, so, no, you're, yeah, you're done, man. Like, do we really need like? And McDaniel's excuse was, "Well, we need to see what we have in Josh." Oh, was it Josh Stidham? Like Josh or Jared? 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 Stidham. Jared Stidham. I'm sorry, Jared Stidham. Like, well, so so. By I mean, the way, here's here's the thing with his contract. So this is potential. This off season is the potential out year. So this okay. year, his dead cap goes from twenty five million down to five and a half million. But didn't he take? Didn't he initially take a very team friendly deal when he signed that yes. deal initially? Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah, Similar he did. to what Garoppolo signed. So he signed a three year, one hundred twenty one and a half million dollar deal um, with a signing bonus, sixty five of which was guaranteed. Um, average annual value of forty million. Um, but he's getting a big base set, so he gets a big base salary, or he gets a low base salary this year of only seventeen million with a big, um, with a big nineteen million dollar cap hit. Next year, his base salary goes up to thirty two million, then forty one, then forty one, and those cap hits go up significantly to thirty four and forty three million respectively. So that if they cut him or trade him after this off in this off season, his dead cap is. Five million and three million and one million. Right, so they save a shitload. So this is the yeah. So Sports Track says this is the potential out is twenty twenty three. They could buy him out for twenty five million and be done too if they want to do that. Um, They might actually do that, right? Which they might do, and then he's and then he's real. Then his contract is void and he's free to free to sign anywhere. Um, That'll be more of a off season. But it's it's cheaper for them not to. It's cheaper for them to trade and get a six round pick. Um, so they will they will trade him because the, the cap hit is going to be significantly less. The cap hit is only going to be ten million dollars over three years, so they'll do it. Um, but yeah, they're not going to get well, shit for. We'll see. We'll see what the off. We'll see what the off season holds for that. It's just, it's just weird that like we're not going to start you. We're not even going to dress you. And oh by the way, don't even bother coming in. Thanks for thanks for playing. Like it's weird. It it's it just doesn't situation. seem right. Yeah, but, he probably he probably fucking hates Josh McDaniels too, you know, like everybody else. Probably. So I, mean, I don't blame him. <laughs> like I mean, it's just weird that 
anywhere McDaniels goes, it's just it goes to shit. And I'm not saying yeah. the Raiders were like a Super Bowl team this year, but like I had Super Bowl aspirations. What an, under, like, what an underachieving well, franchise, though. But, you, but we expected for, them to be in the playoffs, though. I that is fair. Yes, yes, I would agree with that. Yes. Uh, so so yeah. Well, no, I was, no, I just I don't I don't know. The Raiders are just one of those things where kind of like the Broncos, where it's like, really, this is what happened this year with these guys. Yeah, it's completely unexpected, and nobody thought that we'd we'd be here 17 weeks later talking about, you know, them getting rid of a quarterback, a franchise quarterback, no less, and then them not even being anywhere close to the playoff discussion. Like, that that was not on the cards. Right. So that covers the news. Uh, Currently, I believe it's 24-10. For the Cowboys yes. over the Titans, okay. uh, you know we we all thought that Malik Willis was going to start. Seemingly, he is not. He's Even not, and Derrick Henry's not playing. Right. So, uh, seemingly, everything that we thought was going to happen with this game didn't end up happening. Like, Cowboys are playing well, well-ish um, from, well from what I'm able to see here, well enough to to get the win. Just scares and, me because every time I look at that score, they. Tennessee seems to respond. So I don't know if they're necessarily playing down to the competition or if they're just on cruise control. A little bit of both. A yeah. little bit of both. Looks like that like it looks like that they're doing just enough to get get in and get out get on a butt. midweek game. Yeah, um, and get a get a half a bye week basically. Right. Pretty much. Um going into the one o'clock games, uh to, to, to previews, uh we have Cardinals plus four at the Falcons. Now, Arthur showed me something that we want to keep track of spreads. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to okay. go pull up NFL week 17 spreads. Pull these up. Here's my, uh, the lines, right? Yeah. Okay. So we have Cardinals. So Cardinals Falcons is now at plus three. So I'm going to do what it is now. Okay. That's fine. So so plus three. Um Cardinals plus three everywhere. What are we thinking? By the way, Dallas Dallas was minus thirteen and a half as of right now. <laughs> oh, yes. No, nah, that's live, but yeah, still. Live, I know. We we won't even but, Dallas is gonna I mean, win that game at the end. Ultimately the game isn't exciting. I mean Cardinals plus three. With a backup uh, quarterback like I and uh, yeah, this is what man. I wouldn't touch this with the ten. I wouldn't pole. touch it. Yeah, personally. Yeah. Um, um, this is a toss-up game. Falcons, Falcons at home. Um, it's, I probably pick the Falcons just because you know they're not the shittier team right now. I guess. Right, and, and they're I'd home, them, and I'd pick them. Although I, I don't think I would would pick the, them in the spread, but I'd pick them to win outright. Um, they'd probably push, but I'm gonna say you know. Atlanta Kingsbury's both. done though. Like, screw it. I'll, go, I'll go on record and say Arizona. Uh, I'm sorry, Falcons minus uh, three. Screw it. Whatever. Yeah. All what right. do I care? Do it. Put markets. Markets down. Okay. ATL. ATL. What about you, Kev? Uh. There's enough about that game that I don't like. 
but I just can't see anybody getting it done with a third-string quarterback and much less third-string Trace McSorley. So, look, Catholics versus Convicts still has a, has a place here in my heart. So, <laughs> fuck Penn State. And, uh, Let's go. Yeah, no. Uh, 28-14 Falcons. Okay. All right. I like Bears, nice. Bears at the Lions. Uh, Lions right as now is still plus six. Uh, as Bears. far as analysis goes for this game, I the, it's Lions outright, honestly, because I'm okay. curious. I'm curious how their defense is going to hold up against Justin Fields, but I think overall the Lions are just a better team and they still have something to play for. And I think Dan Campbell keeps that. Um, they're going to come off a loss. Yeah. They're motivated against right coming off a coming off a bad loss. I think Dan Campbell keeps that team motivated and focused, looking ahead, and um, just takes care of business. The Bears are no good. The only the, listen, the bright spot on that team is Justin Fields and what David Montgomery. If that, you know, if that, if that you know, I'm curious how Fields is going to play against them. Yeah, I'd probably take. What what is it at now? I know, plus, like I know the numbers are Bears a plus off. six. <sighs> no, nah, I'd take the Lions. I'd, I'd I'd lay the points all the way. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna take. I think, I'm gonna I take just, Chicago with the points. I'll take Bear. I'll take Detroit to win the game, but I think the I think the Bears will cover. Yeah, Fair I'm enough. with that. I, I think I think Bears cover, but I think the I take if I'm doing you know just money line. They win by uh, four. They win by three or four. Yeah, they yeah, keep it close. I, yeah, if I'm doing money line, it's the Lions. But if I'm doing spread, yeah, yeah I'll take that spread. Fair uh, enough. Fair enough. Moving on, Jags. We have them as minus four at Texans. Jag, where we Jag, at? Jaguars at Texans is same minus four. That has Jags, hasn't moved. Jags should win that. Like they. Right, if they you're going are. outright Jaguars, because they again they they're in first place in their division pending tonight's outcome with the Dallas and um, Titans. So, so at the end of tonight, they probably will be first in that division. Right, they'll probably have a yeah, barring some comeback, they probably have an outright lead, a half a game lead with Sunday pending. So Jags are motivated, and the yeah, Texans yeah, are are a shit team, and I think. I think they win outright, and they think they cover. So yeah, I'm with Jags that. minus I'm, four. I'm we're all, we're in agreement yep, on that I'm one. Jags that. Jags minus four. Oh my god, what the hell is this line at now? Like I don't even want to well, read this. So, uh, so actually, like, so like, read the preview I wrote, and I, I'm literally I was literally sitting at work, like, and I, this was the legit thought that came into my head, like, I'm trying I, to I, I'm sitting here trying to type something funny, and I just can't. Yep. <laughs> like, like the, uh, Bron- the line like the Bron- is now twelve and a half. Just so you know, it's actually the, oh, bet, so, so the betting public. Yeah, the betting public felt bad for the Broncos and said, "Let me, uh, let me put some money on Denver because that's a big fucking fat line." But, so but John, John makes a great point. Like he's trying to say something funny about this, and we can't. We can't. They fired their coach. They have no faith in Russ. As a reward for their interim coach, who he has to come up and and coach up this team. He now has to face Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis so Kelsey, here's, and the guy. Here's the Chief. question: Do the do the players on the Broncos are they Play happy the about the fact that no no are they happy about the fact that Hackett got fired, and do they think that he deserved to get fired because he was shit? 
barring and the Russell Wilson situation is he's a pain in the ass, but you know what? This guy, our leader sucked. Our count coach was even worse well, or seemingly, does, or just the, do the players say, you know what? Russ got this guy fired. Fuck this guy. And they quit. Well, they quit the whole way. Seemingly. If you believe ESPN, Jerry, and if you believe Twitter, Jerry, Judy and KJ Hamlin have come out and fucking defended Russell Wilson and saying he doesn't deserve nearly the amount of shit that everybody else has given him. Do I believe that? No. Do no. I think it's a do I think it's a PR space now that Russ is getting buried in Denver and getting buried on NFL Twitter? Yes. But, the problem here hey. is I the thing is normally I'd say like and I wrote it down. Normally I'd say take the Broncos and the points here because the Chiefs don't cover big spreads. And but, coach bump and all that, yeah. But the Chiefs are fighting for the number one seed with the Bills, so they have every motivation to be focused right. in this game. And I just don't see how they just don't get it done. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that they don't win this game. Obviously, I think as, we know. As well, wild, I, I mean, if the Chiefs lose this game, forget it. As like, wild as no, the Chiefs will, Chiefs are not losing this game. Uh, the Chiefs are winning this game by at least ten. Um, are they winning by twenty four? Are they winning by four touchdowns? Is really the question. Because it's either no. they win by ten and it's like, oh, that was a close game. That should yeah, be close. But as or wild as, they fucking beat them dead. As wild as that spread is at twelve and a half, though, do you really hate it? Like that? That no, I take it. I take it twelve and a half. That's I'm, what I'm saying. I'm, I'm hitting and it. Half and twelve take, and a half. Yeah, let's I'm, go. 12 and a let's, half and let's 12 go and a half City. and the Chiefs outright. Yeah, like uh, I'm taking I, it, the Chiefs sounds, with the minus 12 and a half. Right. It sounds it's, it sounds ludicrous as hell, but like I take that at minus 12 and a half. Like it, and there's no good reason why I should, but like like any other day like you'd be like that's a fucking ludicrous bet, but like considering no, circumstances like yeah. John, are you taking yeah. the Chiefs against the spread? God, if I had to pick three games this week to bet, this is not one of them. No, yes. and not, I think at some point we'll start doing that. Like, pick two or three games that are your like, you know, your, your your plays of the week, yeah, your locks, whatever. John's you locks. John's yeah. locks. <laughs> that's funny. John Lock. John Lock. John yeah, Lock. I like that. I. I th- oh God. I, I really. I'm going to throw up in my mouth if I say Broncos plus twelve and a half, but. I, I honestly think the Chiefs could win by two touchdowns. So f- fuck it, whatever. No one cares anyway. Chiefs, Casey, Chiefs minus twelve and a half. Let's do it. Let's do it. Casey all the way. Every all six. Every, all all oh wow. All three of us went laid the points. So far, wow. we've taken Jackson. All three of us have taken Jacksonville, Kansas City, and Atlanta all the way. It's just Detroit and Chicago. It's a little bit of deviation. So far. can can somebody mark that down? I am. Just I have a spreadsheet. Yeah, he has a spreadsheet. A whole I, I am spreadsheet. I am keeping a spreadsheet. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. I want to see how much this bites us in the ass now. I want to see how much. Yeah, and how much and how terrible we are. Oh, wow. All there right. You go. Fine. Whatever. Speaking of terrible. Oh, I hate you so much. Uh, <laughs> Dolphins. <laughs> I can't even say it. Dolphins plus two and a half over the Patriots. It's still at two and a half. It's at uh, it's at most three out of the five I see are at two and a half. The others are at three, so I'll stay with the I mean, two and a half. 
how much do I say? I leave the hook. I'll I'll let you have the hook. I'll let you have the two and a half. I'm going to say Miami plus two and a half. I do too, actually. I feel. I I agree. I actually feel really. This is in Foxborough, but I feel really good about the Dolphins this week. I actually like this would be my number one pick of the week. Actually, I know that's fucking nuts, and I know, but I think Teddy Bridgewater marches in there and lights up the Patriots and I don't ask me why I feel that way and I'm not trying to jinx them I'm Look, ge- I genuinely feel really strongly about that Teddy Teddy is probably the best backup quarterback in the NFL right now absolutely do you feel good so how do you feel do you think they'll win and do you feel I I don't believe in the Patriots I think the Patriots are are ripe to get stomped and I think that we can go in there and win at Foxborough I, I think that even if it's by a field goal, it's a win's a win. Even maybe. If, yeah, I, I think that this is this is the game that we're like, all right, it. This it's is a the, get the right. Breather. It's a get right game. Hey, uh, listen, I'm I'm rooting for the I'm rooting for the Dolphins too for the Jets. Knock, I, I knock, think I let the I Jets stay alive, baby. Can, I think it. I think it's the one where we can breathe a little bit, and we're like, all right, like a win for you. A win for I, you is I, a win for me. I hate this cliche, but fuck Let's it. We fins. control our own destiny, really. We really do. Oh like, God! Just, Let's go, Fitz. But if they lose, away. they if if they lose, it's a fucking crippling blow. Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah. like, ah, uh, fucking laces out. Like, just remember, laces out, you son of a bitch. <laughs> just, mm. just, fucking, right. just win, win by a few goal. I don't care. Just win at this point. Just get a win. But speaking of just getting a win, yeah, just win, baby. Yeah, this is, is such a this is such an interesting line to me, though. I love. I'm going to take the Colts plus five, and wow. it's actually fun. Well, hold Outright. on, slow down, cowboy. It's five and a half now. I'll take still take it. Okay. Yep. No. Yeah. I'd still take it. You're taking Colts five plus five and a half. Absolutely. Wow, you're brave. Because no, because the you're, taking the, you're taking the Giants to win, but the Colts to cover. I think they I'll put it to you this way if the Giants don't win they don't deserve to make the playoffs. So I think the Giants win but I don't think they cover because they've been in a very look at all their wins this year. They're close as shit and they've been uh the underdog in most of them. That's why they have a good record against the spread, but as a favorite I don't trust them. You're telling me they're basically a 6-point favorite? Absolutely not. It's almost a touchdown this favorite. Is, this is a yeah. field goal game. I, I yeah, hate this, this could come down into to, down to you know five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Who's got the ball? Do the Giants have the lead and they need to kill clock, or are they playing defense and and the Colts have to go ninety eight yards? Just think about it too. Think about it too. The Colts the Colts were up thirty three nothing against the Vikings. They they've put up points and they came back. Yeah, like uh, they let them back in the game, but they yeah. right they let them back in the game, but but also too. But again, the the Giants haven't scored thirty points in like six years. So, so, you know, know. if they get down, like uh, I said, if they get down two touchdowns, they haven't scored 30 points or more since Kerry Collins. No, that's not true. No, it's a joke. (laughs) Eli Manning. Not Eli, yeah. Are you you taking, uh, Kevin, are you also taking the Giants outright, but the the Colts to cover? Yeah, I I think it's a 17-14 game. I don't see. Yeah, I'm a contrarian. I think the Giants win by a touchdown here. I'm taking the Giants Uh, uh, and the point and laying the points. I I think I think I think the Giants will walk into the same issue that the Giants have always had when they're in big games that they 
they piss themselves a little bit, and I think they come out flat for the first half before they turn it on and realize, like, fuck, we, we got to win. So well, I think they better a, because, they again, win and you're in. If not, now now it turns into a whole thing. Right. Just oh, absolutely. win. And it, 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 it turns matters. into a random on, on Dable and him losing the fuck. Yeah, like, it, it's going to turn into a... A whole win, and then you don't have to worry about next week and playing the Eagles because that's the problem is you're not beating the Eagles next week. I mean, the Eagles maybe have nothing to play for, and you know, so we'll if see. They have still. nothing to play for, and if Jalen Hurts doesn't play, maybe. But but why do we? But why do we even need to worry about that? Let's just, just win. win. Just beat the Colts and move on. Yeah, right. Uh, like just just and and you should beat the Colts. Like like John said, if you don't beat the Colts, then. There's disaster of epic proportions. Disaster of epic no proportions. There's it's no a real, reason. It's a, it's, it's, does the season, well, we'll get to that if that happens, but does the season become a huge disappointment then after that? And I think the answer is yes. Uh, a, little, yes. a little bit yes. And we'll talk about that after the season's over, depending on what happens. Right. Saints, uh, and, Saints and Eagles. Six, six and plus and six and a half. Saints and Eagles is still plus six and a half. That's right. Eagles by a touchdown. They get it done. This is the this is the game that they needed. A soft opponent. The Eagles get it done. Even with Gardner Minshew, because he played well against the Cowboys, where I'd say he can if he can handle the Cowboys like that, he can handle the uh the Saints. Okay, cool. So you got Eagles outright and you're against the spread. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's what I'm saying you're you're laying the points and you're all right. Uh, I I agree with that. Like that's I think that they, I I think they they go out. Yeah, hey, I'll, listen, I'll even if it's a twenty to ten game, they, I think that's what you're going to see. No, I, I think you're looking at something like probably twenty eight seven something like that. Like yeah, I, I, I could. I, uh, no, like, yeah, sure, right. Like you know, I think Mitchu's good enough for twenty eight points. Like sure, with that absolutely. team, yeah. But I really am curious to see how good he looks with them. I really am. I don't think the Saints can cover either AJ Brown or uh, Devontae Smith either. Like that's no. that's the reality of it. No, but, they can't. Uh, did you? Speaking of which, did you guys see Miles Sanders' Twitter? No. No. So seemingly they were Josh Jacobs came out and made a comment about uh, essentially about his happiness or lack thereof in Las Vegas. Uh and Philadelphia fans commented on it and said, well, come to Philly, essentially. Hmm. And all right, cool. Okay. Uh Miles Sanders likes the comment. After Miles Sanders likes the comment, he now starts getting bombarded with you should leave. Uh, we don't fucking watch you here, and a what? bunch of comments, essentially, from the Philly faithful who do not want to see him next year. Weird. Why? Yes. Yeah. They, Why? For whatever reason, he is. Uh, Miles Sanders is great. For whatever reason. He, Looks like he is not getting the proper respect from that fan base at this point, and it looks like he might be trying to get the hell out of there. But that's weird. Weird. That's so weird to me. Yes. Seemingly, it looks like he's is he a free agent this year, Miles Sanders? Uh, that I don't know. 
2023, I believe it is, but I could be wrong. Miles Sanders. Yeah, it looks like he's just coming up on his read. He will be an unrestricted free agent. That is correct. He makes nothing. He makes shit money. He is a steal. He makes less than $2 million. Yeah, so. Fucking steal. And he's a solid running back. He is great. Yeah, so for whatever reason, Philly fans are standing Stupid. for Josh Jacobs. I'm sorry, they're knowing dumb. that they have Miles Sanders right there in the backfield. Well, they're so dumb. All they're dumb. is not. I hate Philadelphia fans. Game. Sorry, sorry, Philadelphia yeah, fans. All is You're not dumb. perfect in Philadelphia. Never is. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Panthers plus three. Is it still plus three? It sure. Is Panthers plus three? Yeah, absolutely taking that. Panthers plus three and outright. They need the game to stay alive. They're motivated. Bucks can be had. Uh, Panthers are on a roll. So I, yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem at all picking Carolina to win that game. Yeah, agreed, John. Yeah, uh, Panthers plus three. You ride the Niners. I ride the Panthers. It, it is what it is. I, I'm actually going to pick Tampa Bay because why the fuck not? This division so, is so wacky. It so makes then, no sense. So, so yeah, that, that's what I was going to ask. So then, do I need to to just make the make this fun? Do I also need to pick an NFC South team so that we can all <laughs> fucking ride? No. I mean, if you want, because because go I, ride the even, Vikings. <laughs> no, hell no. That'll never happen. I'm not. I'm not going to suddenly wear a freaking helmet and go skull on like for the rest of the year. That that's not happening. Uh, but no. Um, yeah, I, I yeah, just... I'm taking Tampa Bay with and the points in this game just because I think this division is so shitty that it's literally just going to keep going back and forth and making us so annoyed at life. <sighs> I, I'm sorry. I think there's all of the teams are consistently inconsistent in that division. I you think. know what? Part part of me hopes that like we just get a surprise and the Saints just beat the Eagles. Like, stop it! I would love that. It, it would be hilarious because it it would be the quintessential like the NFC South sucks, but only when they're not cannibalizing each other. You know what I mean? Like it would it would be it, it right. would legitimately be what what you would expect in this freaking division at this point. Uh, right. Browns at the Commanders. Browns are still, are they still at plus five, uh, plus two and a half? This actually ranges. They are plus two, plus one and a half, or plus two and a half, depending on where you look. Plus two is the most common, so I'm going to go with that. Um, uh, not that it really makes a difference. Plus two, plus two and a half. Um, I'll take Commanders outright and lay the points there. Yeah, I'll take the Commanders minus two and a half. Yeah, I think I will too. We're all on the same. Yeah, the Commanders get Chase Young back. Deshaun Watson won't be able to run from him. He could he can run from his sexual assault charges, but he can't run from Chase Young. Yeah, and can't so, run from playing like shit. Yeah, he can, he can run from a lot of things, but you can't run from that. Uh, exactly. And now, nah, yeah, like, I think Commanders need a win. They they need they need to win to stay alive in the wild card hunt. I think that's a very winnable game, and it comes at the right time for them. At home, yeah, I'll, I'll take Commanders outright, and I'll, I'll lay the points there. Absolutely. 
Um, this line has moved significantly. I'm Niners sure it has. At, I'm sure it has. Niners at Raiders. What's it now? Nine and a half. Not Niners. Niners nine and a half. Um, I would take. Fuck it. Bang, bang, nine again. I, Do it. Yeah, well, I, it. Bang, you know what? Fuck, fuck it. it. Yeah. Oh, oh, all right. I, I've created a monster. I love it. No, you dude, absolutely have, go. but it makes sense. It read, makes read, sense. read the read the read the preview here. The, yeah. the, the Raiders are toast, it, and the, the Niners are quitting. They're gonna quit. They're gonna. They're, quit. The Raiders are so hot right now. The, the Niners are just so hot right now. Like they're they're literally just rolling through the league. Um, they actually have a shot at the top seed, but I don't. But read the next sentence. Like I don't think it happens. They're playing a wet loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> this should still be a fun watch for Arnie, though. No, yeah, the, like I, the Eagles. The Eagles aren't going to lose to, on Sunday. Not tomorrow. On Sunday, because, like I said, the Eagles are playing a wet loaf of bread. So it's they're not gonna they're not gonna get the top seed, but they're they're really in the fight for the second seed. So, so should so be here's fun. The, here's the fun part. One of you should look it up. Uh, What's the prop bet for the amount of picks that Jared Stidham throws against the Niners? Actually, I'm curious about that. Let me look at DraftKings for that. I can actually look that up. I'm pro. I would probably guess it's, it's probably going to be at one. It's probably going to no, be. No, I'd say at, one and a half. I'd say probably one and a half over and under. I'd be shocked. You you know that's got to be a prop. That you know somebody's fucking chomping at that bitch. Jared Stidham picks against absolutely. Hang on, stand by. Standing by. When you log into something on the computer, the sports book on the computer, you need to, you know, two factor author- authorize myself. Yeah. That I'm that I am myself. That I'm gonna that I'm not someone trying to steal the ten dollars that's in my DraftKings account. <laughs> Ah, loading, loading, loading. Jesus, it's always something. Let's let me make let me cover the next set of lines. Yeah, do you think? So the next game is uh, Jets at Seahawks. By the way, oh, um, so this line is now minus one and a half Jets. It's gone down. It was two and a half. Now it's one and a half. Ah. Because uh, it looks like uh, you're going to have Metcalf and, um, let's see, Marquise Goodwin still going to be out, but um, you had Tyler Lockett participate in practice. Kenneth Walker participate in practice. Um, they're getting they're getting healthier. Um, it looks like... Um, Mims is back, going to be back for the Jets too. By the way, which Whoa. is there's not a deal. I know that's that's not mm-hmm. nothing, but it's just he's you know he's good because I I always say like the guy that's the backup quarterback had a lot more reps with the the fourth, fifth, and sixth receivers on your roster, and like some more chemistry there. It's important. Um, it's helpful. I know. It's a little helpful. Um, yeah. So I mean, listen, I think for the the Jets. I think I'm just going to get into it because, you know, the Jets. Um, Mike White's back. Hooray, hooray. Um, his broken ribs have magically healed in two weeks. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and uh, 
Well, he's, uh, you know. gonna, they're they're going to be telling us pregame. Oh, he's wearing the Kevlar armor. Yeah. Too early to see about the uh, interceptions because the lineups are not official. Oh yeah, yet. they don't do the, yeah they don't do that until the day of. Um. So yeah, Mike White's back. Hooray! Hooray! Um. Uh, I I don't feel know, good about this. I don't feel bad about this game. I feel very. Um, you said it's at one and a half. It's at one and a half. I mean, I'll take the Jets and the points. I'll lay in the points and I'll take them, but I don't feel particularly wonderful about that, that the Seahawks are on the down and the Jets are on the down too, but the Seahawks are not as bad as the Jets. So, you know, how do, where are the, where are the Seahawks in terms of the playoffs right now? Um, that's my real question. They're fighting for that last spot. So they're just as equally desperate. I don't know. I, I'm going to, I mean, as a Jets fan, I want to take the Jets in this game because I think that's with Mike White returning, I think they have a chance to win. But it's going to be close. Like, it's going to be a really close game and it's going to be a coin flip. Um, I'll take the Jets in the, and lay in the points, but. I don't feel particularly great about no, it. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take honest. the I'm gonna take the Seahawks plus two and a half or plus one and a half. Honestly, yeah, yeah I don't I don't on like the this on game. the road I'm taking the Seahawks. Uh, uh, well, at home I'm taking the Seahawks. You know, how healthy is Mike White? You know, that's the real question. True. Yeah, as as much as I want to just win that game, I'll take Seahawks. And and I'll take the points. I'll take the two, uh, the one and a half. I'm I'm unconfidently taking the Jets. I've and I have bet against them this year. Don't don't get it twisted. I have bet against them, but this, uh, this is more me. This is an emotional pick. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I think we'll see how Mike White looks. I hope he's healthy enough. I hope to, he looks great. I, I hope he looks back to great, his mostly but... normal self, and he's okay. I hope he didn't actually crack ribs and it's he bruised them really bad and he just you know needed the two weeks to heal up and I hope that's all it was, and they saved him from himself. Maybe is Vikings still plus three at the Packers? Vikings are plus three or th- three and a half. Three and a half. And we're gonna go three at, and a half. And we're at Green Bay, right? We're at Green Bay. Vikings are still point. trying to get the number two seed. I'll lay the points and take the Packers to win that game. Wow. Vikings choke. Vikings will choke away that that game. Absolutely. I'm taking Minnesota both. I'm taking Minnesota all the way. I think I'm with you, Art. I I have to because I I, I think we're gonna look back at the end of the season and go those motherfuckers were lucky the whole goddamn season. Yep. Yeah. They this is this will be this is this a Cinderella year for them. They can knock out Green Bay. They can, you know, basically not secure the second spot, but you know, just keep it moving. Yeah, I'm taking Minnesota on the points. I, Minnesota's been the better team. The Packers have been better, but I don't think... Packers yeah, have no. looked better, but they've also played shitty competition lately. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I hear best. you, man, but I think there's something still to be said about... Uh, well, I don't a, know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't the, be super shocked if, if Green Bay had... If this is a game, if this is 22... If this is 24-24 in the fourth quarter, wouldn't be shocked. Wouldn't be shocked New at all. Year, New Year's in Green Bay? Yeah, they did. They're gonna come out to play with life against a, a division rival that they've owned historically. Uh, I, I I can't convince myself to that Viking team. Not not there. 
I understand. I, I agree. I agree. Um, we forgot one team, I think, on the rundown. Nope, you got it. Rams or Chargers. I missed one on my spreadsheet. Uh-huh. Rams, Rams plus six and a half? That is still the line, I believe. Six and a half, yep. Um, uh, I think John nailed it in the rundown. Like, I'd say that the Chargers would normally roll, but Baker looks like a decent quarterback under McVay. And he now, looks fresh. He looks fresh. And now, uh, now you got interesting questions to be had this offseason about Baker Mayfield and what his role is going to be with the Rams going forward. Yeah, I think yeah, I'm taking, it's. I'm taking. I'm taking the Chargers in this game, but I'm taking the Rams with the points. I think I'm with you on that one. I'm with you Char- on that. Chargers outright. Rams keep it close because Chargers also have a uh, history of choking it away. Yes, they do. They do. They do. Uh, but yeah, I think that game's going to be closer than the the six and a half. I think. Yeah. Chargers and I'm with outright. you too, Kevin. I think it's more the most interesting storyline good for the Rams is going to be where does Baker Mayfield end up after the season is done. The resurrection. I, I think I think there's a very good argument to be made if he somehow miraculously gets himself a win against the Chargers, who are already in and have nothing to play for, and suddenly he's three and one as a starter, and you don't really know the health scenario of Matt Stafford going forward. You keep him. Uh, I think you you can you can easily convince yourself of keeping Big Mayfield on that team. Yeah, if he takes and, five million a year, sure. Or two yeah, and give, giving him a giving him a little bit of a run and and saying screw it, like let let them compete for it next year. I if they see that. if he if he's on board with that, but they remember the Rams have no fucking cap space and they have no draft picks, so they're going to be like, in fucking much... cap hell for the next two years. Yeah, but right. at, at this point, how much are you investing in Matt Stafford in his back? Eh, that's like, fair. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? And then Sunday night football. This is this is a game. This, this is gonna be a fun, be. fun game. This used used to be a really big game. Now it's it's kind of flat, but lost a little uh, sizzle. But it still should be good. Yeah. So we have Steelers plus three at the Ravens. Couldn't uh, flex the Jets at Seahawks into this game, huh? No, 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 no. That no, is, and thank God. That is an emotional ass from an emotional man. But that is not that bad. You, uh, yeah, no. uh, but no, Steelers, it's still plus three, Steelers? Yes. Uh, no, two and, half, two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. You get the hook. You get the benefit of that. The hook. A nice uh, hook. The hook. Steelers, are, Steelers are coming off that emotional win. Um, this is going to be close. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that line, though. Like two and a half. That that's that's tough. That, that's a that's a pickup game. That, that, like, yeah, pretty yeah, much. That's a. I'm taking Baltimore just because they are the better team and outright. Or are you laying the points too? Both outright and to cover. They'll care. They're going to cover. If I'm taking them outright. They're going to cover. Yeah, at home. If this was. At Steelers, I'd probably lean Steelers. Yeah, Same. I'm taking the Same. home team here. It's a pick 'em, <laughs> like it's you said. Pick Two and a half. It's a pick 'em. I'll I'll go the other way just for the sake of, of argument. Uh, just, just for the, the just for the memes. memes. Yeah, for, just for the, for the memes. memes. I'll, I'll yeah, fucking. I'm feeling frisky. I'll take the Steelers. 
I think ju- just for and you know what? Just for the Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season rant. That's true. The magic yeah, Mike I'll, Tomlin. I'll, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll go. I'll go for Magic Mike and and have him win this game against the Ravens because nothing. Go for would, it. Nothing would be Do funnier it. to me than seeing Lamar Jackson fucking lose this game. Oh no, my Lord, I, I actually agree with that. <laughs> Fair enough, but I'm not changing. I'm not changing. I'm staying. Nah. I'm I going down it. with the ship. Going down with the ship. Uh, this one should be interesting. Game of the this week, one. Monday Night Football. The first a, Monday, good Monday Night Football game all year. It's such a shame we got to wait until Monday night for the best for what should be the best game of the week. Should Most be. likely will be the best game of the week. Watch it end up being a blowout. Either way, oh. watch it. Like I would laugh if either way. It Wouldn't that be just such up. a bummer? Isn't that the worst when it's the only football game on and it's like forty-two to ten, and it's the second quarter, and it's like, oh god. And you're like, why the hell did I sit down and watch this? Yeah. Yeah, it's like All right, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I mean, uh, playing in Cincinnati. What's the line at? Like minus watching. one, Buffalo minus one. Buffalo I, is favored, I, I, but so it's basically a pick. I was gonna joke. I was gonna joke and be like, "What did, did they move it to even at this point?" Like, uh, no, it, it was actually like... some places have it. Um, one Fanduel has Buffalo minus one and a half. Everywhere else is minus one. I think uh, I'm going. The Cowboys to win twenty-seven thirteen. By the way, yeah, that's that game went expected, fine. Expected. Oh, hum. Uh, I think that the Bills win this game and cover the minus one. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going out on a limb by saying that. No, you're not. But uh... I think they win this game and cover the minus one. I think the Bills are the better team. I think they're more battle-tested yeah. than the Bengals this year. However, I think the Bengals are going to give them fits because they have a good offense, and I really hope it's a back and forth. What's I'm just curious What's if it's successful. Yes, fifty-two. I would say it's got to be high. I'll look at USA Today uh, money lines forty-nine and a half. I want to take the over just to have some fun. Fun, fun yeah. fact. Hi, what do we think the highest over/under line is for the week? And it's not that. I remember that Chiefs Rams game that like everyone was like, "Oh, it's going to be the greatest game ever." Like, wasn't it like you know fifty-two to fifty-one or something that like that game? I don't think that's going to be yeah. like that, but I think it should be a good game. Like, this 42. could be like, yeah, this could be like a good like. You know, thirty-five, thirty, something like that. Did you hear? Yeah. Did you hear me say what the lot, what the over/under was? Forty-nine and a half. Yes, yeah. I, I'll take the over and root for a good game. Yeah. The, like what do you? What do we think the highest over/under for the week is? And it's not this game. Um, fifty-five. I think it's They're going close. to be. Oh, you're talking about total. Yeah, what do we think the Chiefs. highest over/under line for the week is? I'd say, I'd say fifty-two and a half somewhere. Oh, you're very close. Oh. It is fifty-two mm. for the Chicago Bears at the Detroit Lions. I guess when two bad teams get to well, the Lions aren't bad, okay. but I think yeah, I could easily I could see that game going over. You know, 
Vikings you know, and Green Bay is 49. 28, 24, something like that. What's Everything. the over-under on Chiefs-Broncos? I'm curious. Mm, 44 and a half. Oh, once again, you're close. 45. I like That's it. A, what do you? What, one I more. Like what do you think the, G, the Jets-Seahawks is? 38. 42 and a half. Oh, my God, John. 42. <laughs> <laughs> That is that is absurd. That's good. That's good. You could work in Vegas, bud. Yeah. Okay. I'm I mean, just trying to big, biggest, I'm just biggest, trying to like, and finally the one I want to throw throw at you the biggest, the biggest favorite of the week in terms of money line is the Chiefs at minus eight fifty. You make oh, zero there money. No, there's there's no doubt on that. Yeah. Like well, you almost have to throw five Broncos. bucks, throw five bucks on the Broncos just because. Just because God, they win, you, you just paid, how paid much for a vacation. You, how much would you laugh if the freaking Broncos, Broncos somehow managed somehow managed to pull this off? I, you got me. Uh, I, I don't know. I can't even imagine. So, Kevin, what's what's your pick in the Buffalo Cincy game? By the way, uh, I'm with John. It. I'm with John. I take right. the, I take the, the minus one. The minus one, yeah. That's and, right. And for the and for much of the same reasons, like I don't trust that Bengals defense. I think the Bengals, uh, the Bills are going to put up points, and I'm not entirely convinced that the Bengals can stop them. I think the, I think the vice versa. That Bengals offense is going to give the Bills fits, but I think that ultimately they're not going to be able to stop them when it counts. Well, I'm picking. I'm picking Cincinnati, um, and because I just have a feeling that this is going to be one of those weeks where I think it's it's just going to be back and forth, and I just have a feeling Joe Burrow's going to pull a rabbit out of that and show us why he's cigar smoking Joe. Bye, you Joe. Cigar smoking Joe. Joe Burrow, B U R R E A U X. That's right. Joe Burrow. Go Burrow. Um. That's that, the games for the week, boss. That's the games for the weeks. So, do you want to get into the playoff scenarios? I love, I this love week? playoff scenarios. My I love it. Part. Let's do it. Do it. All right. So, as far as NFC goes, we have who's clinched so far. We have the Eagles have clinched a berth. The Vikings have clinched the division in the NFC North. The Niners have clinched the NFC West. Bang, and Dallas bang. has and Dallas has clinched a playoff berth. So right. we, okay. we alluded to that Philly with a win clinches the NFC East and the number one seed. So now um, they have to win since Dallas won. Right. So yeah, the other the other alternative was or if Dallas loses, but Dallas won, so it's basically win or everything gets pushed back again. And beautifully, if they win, they now if they win, they get the number one seed. If they don't, we gotta wait till next week. Right, everything gets pushed back. Um, Tampa Bay clinches the NFC South with a win. If the Panthers win, everything gets pushed back. Right. Right. Um, now the Giants can clinch a playoff berth with a win, or they can have, you know, combinations of losses. So if they win, they're in. If they lose, Washington the two teams the behind them right lose. The two teams They're behind in. them lose so Washington and the Seahawks or Washington and Detroit and throw in Green Bay 
right. and then throw in Seattle too in there. So, but again, keep it simple, stupid, just win. Right. Just win <laughs> or all three out of the two out of the three teams behind you or three out of the again. four teams behind you to lose. Right? The commanders need help. Commanders have to win and then get a Detroit, Seattle and Green Bay loss just to clinch. So a lot going on there. Interesting that the, the Giants losing has no bearing on Washington. Because they have wins. the tiebreaker. Right. Oh, because the Giants won. They tied and they won. That's right. Correct. Wow. The tie is working in someone's favor for once. For yes, once, it, yeah. it messes with percentage points. So Yeah, it does. Wow. Interesting. And now we, we move across the across the hall to uh the AFC, the clinch teams. Is really what is it? Well, there's two spots up for grabs, but it's really really kind of one but no is it yeah it's it's two up for grabs all right so the buffalo bills have the afc east the chiefs have the west the Bengals, ravens and chargers have clinched a berth right. okay so the only three teams that have any clinching uh at stake buffalo clinches home field and the first round by with a win and the kansas city loss which Isn't i don't see can i don't see kansas city winning they might lose but they have to win to clinch. I don't think Kansas City's losing. Okay, right. so that's okay. probably not going to happen this week. Um, Cincinnati clinches their division, the AFC North, with a win and a Baltimore loss. Very possible. Is the opposite true? Uh, no. More wins in, 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 in Cincinnati. Okay, just curious. No, because right. the Bengals have a one-game lead. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right, right, right. Got it. And then Miami can actually clinch if they win and the Jets lose. Right. Right, Miami is can be very safe if they just win. They beat yeah. the Pats. They beat the Pats, which gets the team behind them away from them, and they beat the or gets the team in front of them out of their way. And then the Jets, they also leap over both the Jets and the Pats, and then they're they're locked in with they're locked in. Crazy, ain't it? But them's the breaks, folks. That's how them's it would work. That's wild. It's a wild week. Wild week. We already know the Titans are shit. So the, the Titans, Titans now the Titans. So now we know. So interestingly, the Titans are the Titans eliminated from playoff contention now. No. Okay, because the Jet right because they're but right, but they can only win the division at this point. So Jacks win. That's probably it's it's stranglehold time, and then it's you know next week next week playoff scenario map is going to be my favorite. Yeah, that's going to be actually interesting to write down because that's always fun when it gets to. You know, when it gets to weird, crazy things like what was it last week? There was like a thousand ties or whatever. Like now it should right. get pretty simple. It should actually be more simplified. You'll just have more teams in the mix. Um, I want to leave you guys with um, crazy sports talk radio stuff. Um, oh, boy. Because I love it. Um, did you hear Joe Beningo? The yes, the Joe Beningo yesterday in New York. He's not really nationwide. It's a, he's a New York guy. Do you do you want to know what he said? That he said that Daniel Jones is worthy of some MVP consideration. Yeah, no. Because I, not tell me close. a quarterback no. that has done more with less. No, no, no. I no. saw that and I wanted to vomit. And no, I just said, no, no, no. It's 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 not even that's not even a discussion. Daniel Jones has played well this year. Again, yes, has done more with less or whatever, but I don't it, think. He's even close to getting MVP votes. Three, three, 66 completion percentage, which actually is pretty good. 
um, three th- only three thousand yards, thirteen touchdowns and five picks. I don't know how many he's, he's rushed. How many so he's, rushed he's had for. probably like two or three. But listen, he's had a good year, but he is he is by his standards, he's not the MVP. It's Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. You know, right. no, I know. maybe I Joe Burrow really now. No, not even close. I just Get thought that was here. really fucking funny. Gross. So, I, I think that's it. just gonna. I think that's just gonna about do it for us tonight. I, I think yeah. so. Oh, we got oh, a special child guest is, here. Child is making an appearance. Yes. Oh, so that's our little cue. guy, Dad Pot Sports. Guy, yeah, Dad Pot Sports, and the little got guy dad. also believes that. Uh, he also says F the franchise. So. <laughs> Sorry, Mateo. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, buddy. So, So, on that note, guys, uh, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you everybody for uh, tuning in for another week of craziness, and we'll see you guys in 2023. See you in 2023. Have a happy new year, and uh, stay safe. Don't drink and drive. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Don't do drugs. Have a good holiday. Drive fast, take chances. Yeah, exactly. Drive fast, take chances. All right, have a good one. Happy New Year, boys. Later.